Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. In your presence, that's where I am strong. In your presence.
Thank you, Jesus. Shalom, everyone. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. We thank you, Jesus, for this privilege, Lord, that we have to come and share your word, Lord Jesus, tonight, mighty Lord. Mighty Jesus, we pray in your name. We bind the strong men and all hinder and spirit, Lord, for anoint to salvation so wet, Lord Jesus, from the pit of hell. Hallelujah, Lord, from the heavenly places, from the power of earth. Mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua, in Jesus' name, Yeshua, name, Jehoshua, name, oh, Lord, send 900 billion warriors, angel, Lord, for anoint to salvation so wet, up and down, in Jesus' name, Yeshua, name, Lord. Allow me to share your message, Lord Jesus, your word tonight. Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name, Lord Jesus, break the power of the evil one, Lord, that are trying to block your message, Lord Jesus. Mighty Lord, mighty God, in Jesus' name, we pray to the Lord. We ask you, Lord Jesus, that you will be glorified tonight, Lord Jesus, about you, not us, Lord. In Jesus' name, oh, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to minister to every life listening, Lord Jesus. Mighty Lord, to break loose the power of the evil one, over your people's life, family, and home, Lord Jesus. Not the salvation to us. In Jesus' name, Yeshua, name, mighty Lord. Almighty oh, God, glorify yourself tonight, mighty Jesus. Mighty Yeshua, mighty Jehoshua, in Jesus' name, O oh Lord. Allow us, Lord, to share your word tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, where you, Lord Jesus, will, hallelujah, will minister to your people, Lord, according to the knee, mighty Lord, mighty God, in Jesus' name. O Lord, O glory and honor be unto you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Thank you, mighty Lord. Thank you, mighty God. Second uh, Peter, brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Second Peter 3 is where I'm going to be reading tonight, mighty Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, second apostle of Peter, of the apostle Peter, uh, chapter 3 says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both in which I stirred up your purity of mind by, by way of remembrance, so our mind can be purified by remembering the word of God. Hallelujah. And we, we stirred it. We, we, we will stir the purity in us. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, the Lord, body. Praise you, Lord. By the word of God, brothers and sisters, we read and remember what the word of God says, brothers and sisters, that ye may be mindful of the word which was spoken beforehand by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, apostle of the Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. So the word that came to us came through God's holy prophet. A holy Jesus who says, Be thou holy in all thy way, purify their life through the word of God. Hallelujah. Make them ready to be able to speak his word through the through the life, through the mind, through the cleansed, purifying mind. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. So God is so awesome, brothers and sisters, that he's able to cleanse our life, to use us for his glory. Amen. And everything of course is for his glory. But he's able to do it. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory be to him. Hallelujah. And unto us. Praise you, Lord, because he does it for his glory. And as long as we recognize that it's him that does it, it is humility, brothers and sisters. Amen. Brother Bardo, shalom. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Hello, Brother Abby. 
nice. It's nice to hear you. Amen, brother. Nice to have you here again. Brother Barlow is my guest tonight. Thank you, Lord. He's going to share tonight what the Lord has been giving him, the revelation the Lord has been giving him. Praise the Lord. Let me go ahead and, and continue to read this word. This word is important. Sure. Praise sure, the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Knowing the, this first, uh, there, there shall come in the last day scoffers, scoffers, Walking after their own lust. Walking after their own lust. So in these last days, suffer, praise the Lord. The word of God says that they will come walking after their own lust. Lust of the flesh. We know, according to Galatians chapter 5, what are, what are the desire of the flesh? We, we need to stay away from what our flesh wants. Because we don't walk after the flesh. We walk after the spirit, which is Amen. humanity, love, hallelujah, and so much more. Thank you, Jesus. So we, we need to be careful when I'm walking after the flesh, that we are walking in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And so it is a great example. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, the apostle Peter, uh, Paul says to the Galatians, this, is, this I say them. Walk in the spirit, and you should not fulfill the laws of the flesh. Why is that? Because if you walk after the desire of your flesh, you are going to sin. You're going to get on the angry side of God, and you don't want to do that. Thank you, Lord. If you walk after the desire of the flesh, flesh cannot submit to the spirit, and it cannot submit to God. But the spirit, it is what pleases God because it's love. And when you walk in love, you will always please God. You walk in the spirit. You're not satisfying. Thank you, Jesus. Your flesh, your flesh wants flesh. Your flesh wants to get angry. Your flesh wants to fight. The flesh wants all these things that are not of the spirit, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. For the flesh lasted against the spirit. Hallelujah. And the spirit against the flesh. And they are contrary to one another. So that you cannot do the things that ye word. Well, what we ye word? We would do the word of God if we submit to the to the Spirit, brothers and sisters. That's what He's talking about. So we need to be careful that our flesh, our fleshy desire, are not running our life. Because if they are, we become under the wrath of God, and God don't want to destroy us. God wants to give us life. That's what Jesus came for, brothers and sisters. But if ye are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. But if we are under, if we walk by the flesh, we come, we become or we come under the law, and under the law comes death, brothers and sisters. That's a, this is the sad part. After you walk in the flesh, you walk. Praise your Lord. And then there you go, verse twenty. I, what are the desires of the flesh? They are manifested, says Paul. Now the, the work of the flesh are manifested. There are the adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, quarreling, revivally, rap, strife, sedition, heresy, heresy, envying, murder, drunkenness, revealing, or reveling, and such like about these things. I tell you again, as I had also told you in time past, that those who do so much things should not inherit the kingdom of God. Anyone walking out of the flesh, God cannot, Jesus cannot bring them to heaven. Definitely. It's a clear message. You cannot go home in the rapture 
If you walk under the flesh, brothers and sisters, this is why we need to walk in the spirit, because we don't want to stay. Whoever wants to stay can stay. Praise your Lord. But if we that wants to go home, we cannot walk under the flesh if we wants to go home. If he wants to go home, we walk under the spirit. Praise your Lord. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Because the rapture is so close, there's no time to be walking under the side of the flesh. Verse 4 of Second Peter 3, and saying, where, but where is the promise of his coming? A lot of people are saying that today. Brother Obi, where's the promise? The Lord said he will come. How come he haven't come yet? They say to me, praise your Lord. Well, the word of God tells you why. Tells you, you and I, why he has not come yet. God is slow to anger, brothers and sisters. We, we have to recognize that. It don't mean he's not going to come. It's not, it don't mean that, that he's not going to send his son. He is slow to anger. He, 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 he preferred to have mercy on the world, on us, than destroying people quickly without giving them time to repent. He's giving people time to repent. But if people don't take it serious, they're going to be destroyed. A lot Amen. of people say, oh, not going to happen. Oh, it's not going to happen. Look how long he's taking. He's not going to do it. They are misunderstanding God. His wrath is real. His judgment is real. How he now destroyed other generation before us thousands of years ago? He did. Did he give them time? Yes, he did also. Gave them enough time to repent. But when they did not took heed to his message, he ended up destroying it. Praise you, Lord. And God right now, Father God is very angry, very angry, brothers and sisters. I'm going to share with you what he, what, I, what Jesus showed me this morning about Father God. Thank you, Lord. Today is a powerful message, a specific message. Praise you, Lord, here to the people of New York. People in the United States need to understand that they cannot keep playing around with God. God cannot be marked, brothers and sisters. And that's what a lot of people are doing. And God mm. is going to do things that it will not be pleasing to a lot of people very soon. That's what Father God showed me, which I'm going to share tonight, brothers and sisters. He showed this to me this morning. Jesus took me out in the spirit. Praise you, Lord. And show me these things. His mercy are great and wonderful. And he's ha- he, he been having a lot of mercy on us. But it don't mean this is going to go on, hallelujah, without any judgment. A lot of people are misunderstanding God. And, and it's a hard thing to fall into the hand of a living God. And that's what people are falling into, and they don't even notice. And his judgment will come. Praise you, Lord. I just want to go into the word before I share the word. And I have Brother Father come and share what the Lord has been talking to him about. Praise you, Lord, and showing him. Brothers and sisters, we want to encourage you. We don't, we don't want you to walk under fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. But you need to understand that God cannot be mocked like a lot of people are doing. They think that God is not going to do what he's been saying to his prophet. God is being merciful, long-suffering, and they are misunderstanding what God, Father God, is saying. And he will release his wrath on this earth. And it's going to happen soon, quickly than what a lot of people think. Praise the Lord. He's going to destroy this earth, brothers and sisters. He's going to. In his timing, though, in his timing. 
Not in our time. A lot of people will prefer that this happened years ago. It don't work that way. His mercy needs to come first because as people will be crying in hell, they need to understand that God gave them many years of mercy. Okay? Like there are a lot of people crying in hell right now to God. Why are they there? And God gave them many years of a of, of, of message to their life. He came to them in many different ways, and they did not listen and they ignored God, and now they find themselves in that place. So will millions of people very soon. This is why a lot of people don't understand a lot of life are at stake here. Lots of life are at stake, and God is being long-suffering. But this is not going to last forever. This is about to all be destroyed. It's about to all end soon. I don't have a date or a time, but... As God is telling me, it's soon. As he's revealing it to me, it's soon. And I, I don't want to be a, a, a bad messenger or a messenger of bad news. I want to tell you what is about to come tonight. It's after you to pray. It's after you to repent. It's after you to seek the Lord. Because when that distraction comes, brothers and sisters, praise the Lord, it, that's going to be act. For a lot of lives There will be many lives Going to hell And Jesus Christ Did not came to kill or destroy That was the devil He came that they may have life And have it abundantly He wants people to If they die Die in Christ Whether we live or die that's both. Hallelujah We ask the Lord We want to go home with Jesus that, That's what God wants That's why he gave us his son To die on the cross so we have the opportunity to repent and go to heaven. That's what God wants. That's what Jesus wants. That's what the Holy Spirit wants for us to go to hell. I'm sorry, to heaven, not hell. Now end up in hell. That's what I meant to say. Praise you, Lord. So so they, what, this is what they say. The scoffers say, saying, where is the promise of his coming? So those scoffers are the ones saying this. We are looking forward to the, his coming. But the scoffers are saying, where is the prophet that is coming? Marking God. For since the father fell asleep, all the things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. How many people do you hear saying that today? Oh, I've just been this way for so many years. I'm 80 years old, and i always seen this since I was little. I'm 70. I've seen this since I was little. You heard people saying this, so that gives young people the opportunity to mock God, to laugh at God, to laugh at the gospel of Jesus, and they think that this is the way things are going to be, when mm. it's not so. It's not so. This, this will not be this way for too long. And a lot of people will see the judgment of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. As Moses said to the Israelites, today you will see the salvation of the Lord before the rest is open. Today you will see the salvation of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is the day that we're going to see very soon, the salvation of the Lord for his people. As he takes the bride of Christ home, he took the children of Israel through the water, a miracle. He takes the bride home, a miracle, the rapture, the cut up in the ear. All this stuff is about to happen soon, sooner than what a lot of people think. Praise the Lord. It's one of the things that Jesus was telling Brother Obama. He was telling me today on the phone 
a lot of people don't realize how close, hallelujah, uh, uh, don't realize how close Jesus is to come for his bride. You're going to hear from Brother Barter when he was telling me on the phone. It's true. A lot of people don't realize. A lot of people are losing hope when they should not. The bride of Christ should not lose hope. Our hope is Christ. If you lose hope, you lose Christ. You cannot lose Christ. Cry out to him with all your heart. Cry out to him with all your heart. Tell your heart for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But don't lose hope. Don't lose Christ because Christ is our hope. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Hang on to the Lord. Verse 5. For, uh, for of this they are willfully ignorant. That's exactly what's going on with the world right now. For so they are willfully ignorant by the word of God, the heaven were of old, and the earth standing out of the water, and in the water. Thank you, Jesus. Whereby the world is in them was being overflow, where water perish. Thank you, Jesus. So in the times of Noah, God with water destroy the earth. Who would have thought that a simple 40-day raining would have created a, a tsunami that will destroy the whole earth? Scientists are still scratching their head on this. They're still trying to understand because there is a lot of proof that the earth was destroyed. But a 40-day nonstop raining well. A lot of people, they are looking at this more in the natural than the supernatural power of God opening the cloud for the overflowing of the water to come upon the earth. So the natural, hallelujah, was overflowed by the supernatural power of Father God. That's what they ignore because they're looking at the natural. But the supernatural power of God is what they don't see. It's what they cannot ponder. Praise you, Lord. But that's exactly what God does with his supernatural power. When it comes, brothers and sisters, it will be seen by all eyes because the people in the times of Noah could see the way of water, maybe 200, 300, 400 feet of water, but now it's too late. And that's exactly what's going to happen to people soon. Last night, the Lord took me out of my body and took me to Brooklyn as a bridge People in New York know this. Between Brooklyn and New York, and I got—I had driven through that bridge before, and I tell you this: that Father God, as I was invited to preach in a church for over 500 members last night, and as I was in a cab in a cab in New York, we were—we were—the uh, church was near the bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge. And uh, praise you, Lord, as I was in the cab about to come out of the cab, I came out. Before I came out, I saw this lightning coming on the bridge, powerful lightning, powerful, powerful lightning. It went through the whole bridge. You know what happened with lightning and metal? The bridge is metal. It, it just made a loud cloud of, uh, of light, powerful power, uh, cloud of light. Praise the Lord, and it was hitting all the all all that part of Brooklyn. And I came out of the cab immediately, and I wonder I, I was wondering of this spectacle right in front of my eyes, brothers and sisters. And all of a sudden, I see Father God image coming down, and immediately I say, God, Father, come into the earth. 
I immediately knew this was no good. There was this this was for no good. Praise you, God. I knew immediately this was judgment. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. And when Father God came down, he began to speak to me, and he says, I want you to deliver this message to my people. Praise you, Lord. And as the message was, he immediately was showing in front of me people of New York, preachers of New York in the United States, famous preacher, dropping dead in the pulpit in church. Wow. And he says, I am going to kill these scoffers and markers of my words in front of them for them to believe and repent, he says to me. Praise you, Lord. And I'm trembling in that glory of God, Father God. And he's telling me, it is time, it is time, hallelujah, for me to remove the fakers, the markers, position my servants, the servants, my servants, put them in position. But I am moving those fakers of my words, praise you, Lord, out of the pulpits, out of television. They're going to die in front of the people. And I saw people that I knew on television dying of heart attack in different things, strokes, right there in front of people. But I could also see the power cup taking them out right in front of my eyes. I'm like, I'm like, have mercy on me. <laughs> Praise your Lord. Praise your God. And it's not that I consider myself scoffer or marker, brothers and sisters, but I want God to always have mercy on me. Praise your Lord. And he was killing them. Praise the Lord all over the United States. And he says this is going to happen very soon in front of people's eyes. He is going to begin to clean, remove what is not his from among his people. Because a lot of people believe that the gospel of Christ is what is being preached on television today. When it's totally not. This prosperity gospel is not the gospel of Christ. And Father God said enough, enough. Enough. They have marked him enough, and he's going to cut them out. Praise the Lord. He's going to cut them out, he says. And at this time, I'm trembling. My whole body is trembling, shaking. And he says, go and tell, tell my people this message. What am I about to do? Praise the Lord. And I'm here to tell you this, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. I hope this message is put on Facebook and everywhere in YouTube and everywhere, for them to hear, because they're going to see it. It is not so much to hear, but it's so much what they are about. They are going to see, and God has been warning people in the United States of this. Dr. Award has said how so much folk prophet are preaching in international television and in the churches of America, marking God with the gospel. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mocking God with this gospel. That is not mm-hmm. of Father God. It's not of the Lord. And Father God saying, enough. Enough. He is not pleased. He is not pleased. They don't know God. They think they do, but they don't. It has been long enough. And mm-hmm. Father God, my goodness, 
brothers and sisters, he is very angry. And when he takes action, the only thing the Lord says, Father, have mercy. I tell you this. At this time, I cannot see the Lord or hear the Lord. But in other occasions, when I see Father God so angry, all the Lord says is, Father, have mercy. Father, have mercy. Because he knows how angry Father God can get. And the mountain melts and hell burns. It makes itself bigger for these people to come down. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Hell is stretching herself for these body, for these souls that are going to come down soon. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, let's pray for our soul to be kept. Let's repent. Let's keep our salvation with trembling in fear. Because God come down to remove the faker, the mocker, the scoffers of his word. Praise the Lord. This is going to happen more and more and more. Praise you, God. You're going to see these preachers dead in front of the camera. I've seen this before, brothers and sisters. And now Father God said he's saying he's going to do it again. Don't be surprised because as soon as I saw Father God do this, I saw the people all confused, grabbing the body of the preacher in front of the camera that God just said, kill, just kill, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And people were troubled by this. People were troubled by this. Brothers and sisters, may God have mercy. That's it. But that's it. Father God said he had enough. He had enough. No more of this happening among these people. Because this misleads the sheep. It makes them think this is the gospel of Christ. It makes them think this is the gospel of Christ. And it's not. The gospel of Christ, the pure gospel that Jesus gave his life for. They are stepping all over it. They're stepping all over it, brothers and sisters. Praise your Lord. God have mercy. God have mercy. But this is his justice, brothers and sisters. His justice, hallelujah, must come to pass, must be fulfilled. God must be justice. He must be justice with all. He is merciful. But his justice has to come to pass too. He must do this, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Verse 7. Uh, but the heaven and the earth which now are, but the same word are kept and stored, reserved unto fire, the day of judgment and perdition of the ungodly man. All this fire that is about to be released from heaven, hallelujah, it will come on the ungodly, ungodly, those that have none of Christ in them, those that have none of the Holy Spirit in them, brothers and sisters. It will come on them because they are not repenting. And when they hear the gospel, because these, these preachers of prosperity, a lot of people don't want anything to do with the gospel because they say, look what these people are doing, just making money on people. They have turned the pure gospel of Christ, the holy gospel of Christ, the truthful gospel of Christ, the way gospel to God of Christ into a money-making machine. And it's confusing the, demon, the living daylight out of people, brothers and sisters. This new soul that are coming to Christ when they turn on Daystar, TVN, the garbage they get is not from the gospel. They twist and turn the gospel of Christ, the pure gospel that Jesus Christ gave his life to, 
four. Brothers and sisters. But the heaven and the earth which are now, now are by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and the perdition of the ungodly man. Praise you, Lord. They are being judged by the word in the last days, and Father God wrath is going to come upon them. Praise you, Lord. I hope some of them repent. Brothers and sisters, but God has given them enough time, and they keep mocking God. It's what they're doing, mocking him. Galatians 6, 7, mm. be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whosoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. They are sowing what they don't want to reap, brothers and sisters. Because when they reap what, what they're sowing, it's going to lead them straight to hell. Straight to the pit of hell. The devil, his demons are down there waiting for them to fall. They know, Satan knows how holy and truthful God is. He's not going to stand for all this evil that men are doing. In their way, it's heading to hell. That's what they're heading to, brothers and sisters. He, he, as, as I saw people turning into zombie, the Lord says, you know, that if I had my mind in this world, I would stay to, to you know, if, 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 if what I wanted of this world, if I get attached to it, I would stay and be part of what's coming. Well, you, well, you enjoy what's coming with all these zombies and all these things, because this is this is what's left. It's in His Word. Things are going to change. Praise the Lord, and they're not going to change for the best. And it, yes, because God is merciful. Praise the Lord. He's going to give man the opportunity to repent in the tribulation. But it's going to be very hard for people, very difficult. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because it says in his word in, in Joel 2.30, And I will show wonders in heaven and on the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun to turn into darkness, the moon into blood, before that great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Brothers and sisters, that is a terrible day. The tribulation, the word of God calls it a terrible day. It is actually seven years tribulation. But uh, but the prophet Joel, the prophet Joel, as as God uh, told him, revealed to him what is coming, he calls it a terrible day. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This is how Daniel saw, and this is how he described what's going to happen when the tribulation began. And at that time, Daniel 12, 1, at that time shall Michael stand up, that great prince who stand for the children of thy, of thy people, and there should be a time of trouble. Same word Jeremiah, Isaiah used, Jacob trouble. If you think trouble is good, such as never since there was a nation even to that, that same time, at the time that people should deliver, everyone should, uh, should, that should be found in, in, reading in the book. And Jesus said, 
in Matthew 24 that there will be tribulation like never been and like will never be again. So that means not even the devil being released, Revelation 20, after the thousand years, and gathering all the nations from the four corners of the earth to coming right against Christ and us, brothers and sisters, cannot be compared to the painful tribulation that people are going to go through. Because it will never be, and will never was, and will never be against us, Christ, brothers and That's how bad the tribulation is going to be. People have no idea. I've seen people going hundreds for weeks and months in the tribulation. You can see the bones on their body. You can count the bones, and they're hungry. And, 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 and are those that don't want to get the market of beast at the hand of the foreign? Here in the U.S. land, in this US, USA land, is where I saw calamity, famine going on, brothers and sisters, and the tribulation. And I've been taken to other parts of the world, too. But just to give people an idea, in this land that is abounding now, the people can go to uh, Mendana, anywhere, and eat. Go to any supermarket and buy things cheap and eat. Still buy something for a dollar and eat, at least a cookie. That's not available in the tribulation. That's what's approaching Obama already got his plan for all this stuff that is coming. The government is already preparing. They, they're putting their emergency food supply in, in, inside bunkers, mountains. Brothers, I've seen this stuff on television as it's shown what the government is doing, preparing for the worst. Scientists are preparing for the worst. Why aren't people repenting, getting the life right with Christ? Why are they still going around their life like nothing is coming, taking God's word for granted, mocking God with their behavior? That's not going to go for too long. Well, the people in Sodom and Gomorrah find out that if you mock God long enough, fire will consume you. That's exactly what's going to happen to a lot of people when they go to hell. They're going to find out that they are mocking God for too long. They're taking God's mercy for granted for too long, brothers and sisters, and not repenting, not getting on their knees and crying. I don't tell you not to take your time. I'm not going to tell you to take your time to repent. You need to be repenting now, not tomorrow, not tonight, but now. Because if you put it off, you may may forget. Getting your life right with Jesus is something you don't want to put off. You don't want to put off. Just the other nine, a couple of nights ago, Jesus took me out into the month ahead. And what I saw was not pretty. So Nami had pounded the land. And I'm like, and he, God is, brothers and sisters, very serious about this. I mean, I can tell you, take it easy, you know, relax, keep watching television, keep enjoying your life, you know, plan your vacation, plan to buy your next house, you know, enjoy life, you know. But that's, that's, not, that's not the point of this. This, this, this is not what matters at this point. Now, don't, that don't matter. That's what Jesus told me the other night. Did that matter to you? What you want? What your flesh wants? Which soon it's going to be destroyed. 
Does that really matter to you? Do you really want to stay for that? And I'm like, no, Lord, I'm sorry, you know. I'm a man and this body planning, you know, Lord. I want a better house. I want this, you know, Lord. The Lord, oh, you want to stay in the tribulation to enjoy it? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to stay in the tribulation to enjoy it. Well, just plan to come home with me. They're like, yes, yes, they're, oh, yeah, you're right, Lord. I've been wrong, Lord. Sorry for my plan. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Because that's a reality. Praise you, Lord. Sometimes I don't know whether to plan anything because he told me, you want if you're planning for anything out here, you're planning to stay. That's what he told me. So are you planning to stay? No, I don't want to stay. Then stop planning to stay. Stop planning for anything down here. Praise you, Lord. So I'm just waiting for the Lord, and that's it. If, if I'm allowed to plan anything, if I'm allowed to plan anything by the timing that we have, praise God for it. If I'm planning to have anything, practically is what I'm saying, praise God for it. If I'm not, praise God too for it, brothers and sisters, because that's how it is. He told me. He told me. I, cause I'm, you know, I told people I want to have a, a better a house with more land. I don't have land right now, okay? And I want to have a house. Uh, like some people know, I have a mobile home. And um, I don't have, I don't own the land. I pay for the land. And so what I want to say to people is this. I want to have a house with land. It's what I'm planning. And the Lord told me, okay, this is what you plan. This is what you want. And then he showed me all these people turning into zombies. He said, if you, if you want this stuff you want, this is what you're going to encounter soon. So do you want to plan to come home with me or do you want to plan to stay? And I'm, I'm still in the tribulation thinking what he just told me. Take, I'm still taking my time. It's not like I rush and say, yes, 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 Lord. I'm still meditating on what the Lord has shown me, what is going on in front of me. I try to go out of the building, in the street, everybody's turning into zombie. They're coming against each other. They're ripping each other apart. And I'm looking out this. I should have been in tremendous fear, but I'm not, okay, because I'm still thinking what the Lord is telling me. Do you want to come home with me? Do you want to plan to come home with me? Or do you want to plan to have what you want to have but enjoy it in the tribulation where you're not going to be able to enjoy it? And that's what the Lord is saying to people that they don't realize. Do you want to stay down here and enjoy what you're going to have with all these zombies breaking through your window, breaking through your front door? You're running for your life. You're hiding in cave. You're running to the mountain. Is this what you want to enjoy? If you can call that joy, man. If you can call that joy. That's how the Lord spoke to me the other night. He took me there in the days of it and showed me what's going to happen, giving me a taste of reality. This is reality, Elvie. There's no more time for what you're planning. There's no more time. This is your reality. This is where you are now in timing before the tribulation began, okay? What do you want? I, I'm giving you a choice. This is what the Lord's working with me. I'm giving you a choice. Do you want to stay and watch the people turn into zombie and see the mess of the earth and be part of that mess? Or do you want to come home with me? And he gave me time for me to think about it. He gave me time for me to answer. And 
This is not this is not about me preaching on the Lord's Tower no more. This is one on one with God. One on one with God. Praise your Lord. I'm a preacher here. I'm a messenger here. But this is God one on one with me, my personal life. Brothers and sisters. Is what I'm saying. So why would I say to God now? I want to go with Jesus. I want to have things, but I want to go with Jesus first. So I have to say, okay, I'm willing to give all this stuff I want, not what I want, not my will, but thy will be done. Your word for me to come home with you, Lord. Okay. Praise the Lord. So praise you, God. Right now, everything is in the hand of the Lord. If I'm allowed to have anything, Glory be to the Lord. If I'm allowed to have anything, and it was a mighty test he did to me. Praise the Lord. Father God is too angry, brothers and sisters. He 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 is too angry, brothers and sisters. And so right now, everything is in the hand of God. If God says to us, Tomorrow you're all coming home with me, he takes us home, forget about everything else. That's what the Lord is saying to me. If Father God wants to take if he, if he gives the order, sound the trumpet, bring my children home, that's it. That's it. Don't matter what you're planning. I mean, I'm planning to go to New Jersey now this new month, um, November. Praise your Lord. To spend time with my family. But that is God allows. You see the difference? If God would allow me to do this, if it's still in his timing for me to do this, thank you, Lord. If there's no time for me to do spend time with my family, praise you, Lord, then praise God. I'll be with my family in heaven, brothers and sisters. I'll be with the Lord in heaven. Thank you, Lord. And praise God, I will take a, time, a rest from preaching. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I'll take time for preaching. Finally, take a vacation. I need a vacation. Praise you, Lord. I'll finally have a true vacation. And that's what I want, praise the Lord, because all this stuff, I mean, I talk with people, I've got on the phone, online, and all the Lord is saying to everyone, prepare to come home. He's not telling people, you you have this time, you have that time, enjoy it, do this or that, because the Lord is telling everyone, time is over. Time is over. Everyone try to look at the clock in heaven, it's over. No matter how you see it, we are still in the last day of the Lord, like the Word of God says. This day never ends until the trumpet sounds. Praise you, Lord, because if it ends, the trumpet sounds. So Jesus is still hanging there for a few ones that don't, don't want to hear it or are not ready or are not repenting. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And so that's where everything is. Exactly. Thank you, Jesus. Australia. That's where it is. He's telling everyone the same. This is that, people. This is that. If you plan to go home, you're going to have to give all your dreams to the Lord. And that's what the Lord is asking us to. All your plan, give it to him. If I'm able to do anything tomorrow or next week, I'm able to by the mercy of God. If God decided to take me home, that's it. Praise the Lord for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, and that's it. Because, man, when I saw Father God this morning, 
Hallelujah. Calm down. I'm Brooklyn. It really shook me like God down here, Father down here. What? This is Father God? It's, this is the end. He was the one who made the heaven and the earth through his son. He was the one who spoke everything into me in Genesis. He, he began everything. He's going to end. He's the beginning and he's the end. He's the Alpha and he's the Omega. Praise you, Lord. He began everything. He's going to end it. It's what God is saying to us. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. So please, brothers and sisters, we, we need to commit a life more to the Lord and, and really be in repentance, not murmuring or complaining, repenting, which is totally different from that, not arguing or fighting either. This is no time for that. I'm trying to stay away from all of that. I have people writing to me, trying to argue with me and whatever. I ignore that. I walk away from that. I have learned to walk away from an argument because I tell you, it's what the devil wants right now. If if he can have you stay, he'll have seven more years on your back, making your life miserable. And that's what the devil wants. Brothers and sisters, I'm walking away from no argument, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, walk away from it. Don't stand there writing back to people back and forth arguing. Because if you do that, the trumpet is going to sound, you're going to be in the middle of it, and you're going to be running from Wellworth in the tribulation very soon. I am telling that's going to be your life for seven years. And then they cut up to you, they're going to turn your leg, your arm into pieces. You're still going to be alive, you're still wanting to die, but there it's going to stay away from you. It's going to flee from you. So you'll be on the floor bleeding for no one to take care of you, bleeding from these animals, brothers and sisters, and pain for seven more years. Is that what you want for your life? That's your choice. God has given each and one of us choices. You choose. I'm choosing I want to be with the Lord. You choose what you want to do. If you want to stay here seven more years, in this horrible tribulation that is about to begin. Praise you, Lord. Listen to what the Word of God says, Daniel 12, 2. And many are those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall be awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Praise the Lord. And they that are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as a star forever and ever. Praise you, Lord. Now, verse 4. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the word and seal the word, the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. This is happening now. People are running everywhere, but not to Christ. If you have the devil to see people, they're running to different churches, different towns, different city, different Everything, but not the Christ. And then I, Daniel, look, and behold, there stood two other, the one on the side of the, of the bank of the river and the other on the side of the bank of the river. And the one said to the man clothed in linen, who was upon the water of the river, how long shall it be to the end of this wonder? Everybody wants to know how long. Then I heard the man in clothed in linen, who was upon the water of the river. Then he held up a right hand and his left hand unto the heaven. And so by him that liveth forever, that it should be a time, a time, times and a half, praise you, Lord, 
And when he should have accomplished carrying the power of the holy people, all these things should be finished. And I, and I heard, but not understood now, then said, Oh, my Lord, what should be the end of these things? He's still not understanding the time and, and the other time, the half of the time, the three and a half and three and a half. He's still not understanding that, that it's seven years. And we have a lot of people in the churches today, they don't understand it, and said that the tribulation is only three and a half years. They still got the same question. Verse 9, and he said, Go thy word, O Daniel, for the word are closed up and sealed to the end, to till the time of the end. This word was sealed for you and I. We, you and I are at the time of the end, so the word was sealed for you and I, brothers and sisters. Isn't God incredible? Many should be purified and made white and try, but the wicked should do wickedly, and none of the wicked should show understand, but the wise should understand. So who will understand clearly what God is saying? Time and time and a half. Two, two, three and a half and three and a half years. The wise. Okay, let's identify the wise. Amen. The wise, praise the Lord, as who walk under the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. Not in the fear of man or the devil, but the fear of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, those are the God called wise. Those that receive Jesus, his son, and are cleansed by his blood daily. Those are considered wise by God. Not no other. No matter if you are a religious person and, and you know so many religions. No. God calls a wise woman, a wise man, whom who are under the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Who seek him every day, who repent his sin every day to him. Praise the Lord. Those are the wise ones. Those are the ones cleansed by the blood, justified by faith, the word of God says. Verse 11. And from the time that the daily sacrifice should be taken away in the Obama nation, the Obama and his nation, that will make desolate set up, there should be 1,290 days. Praise the Lord. So the Obama and his nation are mentioned in the Bible. Praise the Lord. We don't need to say the United States, but it says Obama and his nation, abomination. Praise the Lord. And so, praise the Lord, abomination is in any way that is evil. When you see the evil, evil, praise the Lord. So when you see the evil, make it uh, desolate set up. Obama is making desolate set up in the Middle East. He's setting up to desolate. Right now, the only commander-in-chief that is setting up the desolation in the Middle East is Obama. That is making the, the desolation set up in Israel is Obama. You can look at everything. Not even President Putin is making the desolate. Anticipating, which is different, but Obama is the commander-in-chief making desolate in Israel and in all the Middle East. He's been involved in Egypt, Syria, Libya, and all the rest of the country, including Israel. He's been making, maketh, says Daniel, abomination. He's an abomination. Praise the Lord. And he's making desolate, set up. Praise the Lord. And he's not begun to do this. The only thing is, the hand that holds his back, says Paul, still holding until it's taken out of the way, the Holy Spirit, the Lord. The Lord is Jesus is doing this. He's holding his back because his time to begin the tribulation is still not so until God says so. 
Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. That's why there's all of, all this talk about the third temple. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. It says clearly from the time of the daily sacrifice. So it will begin in three and a half years. And by the middle of three, three and a half, as it was told to Daniel, let him read it understand. Praise you, Lord. As a daily sacrifice, that it says they are very clear, daily sacrifice. They are sacrificing animals daily. But that's not going on because that's going to happen in the third temple. Whereas the Lord has shown people that when the tribulation begins, there's only one focus. After this, people turn into bees and they, they go out hunting them and they, they try to bring peace back. Praise you, Lord. Well, there will be one focus on the earth and all the nations, and it's to build a third temple. All of a sudden, the Arabs, they totally have this agreement before the tribulation that they didn't want the third temple to be built. Now they're giving up, okay, the temple at the mount, which is going to be destroyed before they gave it up. They're going to give up the, 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 praise you Lord, the temple mount, for the third temple to be built because they know that is the holy ground. Praise the Lord, where it has to be built. Unless that dome of the rock is destroyed, there will be no peace in Jerusalem. The peace will not begin. The Messiah will not return because that place there, that dome of the rock is an abomination, and it was built by the Islamic, okay, it was built by the Islamic leaders, Praise you, Lord. And the European back then, it was built signifying a stronghold they had on the Jewish people. That's why the Jewish people should have destroyed that long time ago. But since they did not, praise you, God, because you had, you had, you had, you had the, the, the French back then who had a strong army, that if the Jewish people... The French were backing up the Islamic, if you go back into history. And so if the Jewish people would have destroyed, the, the French would have attacked. They already had the forces ready to attack. They never attacked because they never destroyed the Dome of the Rock. So the evil one has been protecting the Dome of the Rock for a long time. Look what happened this past week in Israel. Netanyahu had to say to the people in the mount to be a peace that, they, that the Islamic can go back and worship in the, in the Dome of the Rock and the priest can go back in there so there will be peace in Israel and immediately everything began to come because there are nations behind, besides the Islamic nation, praise you, Lord, they are willing to fight Israel for that Dome of the Rock. And a lot of people have not followed this in history. You got to follow in history how the French have been behind all this. Praise the Lord. But we know what happened with the French in World War II. The French in World War II, Hitler was planning to overtake them in the United States, went and stepped in there as a friendship and fought Hitler in their behalf. And that's why the French gave, gave them the Queen of Heaven. Hello, someone. That's why the French people, the French nation, gave the United States the Queen of of heaven. Brother Elby, who's the queen of heaven? The statue of livery. But, Brother Elby, the queen of heaven was the, uh, the Virgin Mary. Ah, someone figured it out quickly. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They have turned the Romans back then, turned the queen of heaven, which is worshipped worship by all these Arabs and all these nations, 
worship Baalim, one of their gods, into uh, the Virgin Mary in the Catholic churches, in the temple. But she was known by the Queen of Heaven. That's what the French gave the United States. It's not to a livery. It's the Queen of Heaven. And if you search it out back in history, you'll find it. It's there. It's in, our, it's in the book of Acts, and it's in history everywhere, brothers and sisters. A lot of it has been put away or, or hidden. But you can, you can barely find a lot of information like this, brothers and sisters. All this is in history, what I told you, in all, in all of it, too, in the Word of God, in the Bible, if you search it out, brothers and sisters. So the Queen of Heaven is what is in New York. It has been to God in abomination. This abomination that is in New York, praise your Lord, has hindered, praise your Lord, the United States for flowing more than God wanted to give them. Because God can plan to give you so much that it will overflow you, it will overtake you. It will be so much. But if you idol worship, you'll hinder your own blessing. Praise your Lord. And if you don't believe me, read Deuteronomy 28. It will explain to you clearly what God says. If you hear his word and keep his commandment and don't depart from them, to the left or to the right, his blessing will overtake you. It will overtake you, brothers and sisters. So a lot of the nation is trying to protect their wealth, but actually their wealth began with God. Our wealth began with Jesus, began with the Lord. It don't begin with what we have in the bank. What we have in the bank is nonsense. That's why the dollar will, is losing all the value in the economy it's going to fall. The dollar will, will have no value at all. The nation is becoming paperless. It's, the dollar would have no value when the bankruptcy goes. Why? Praise the Lord, because of idolatry, sin, walking away from God, giving it back to God, entrusting their idols. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. An open door and hinder your walk with God. The Queen of Heaven came to hinder New York. New York. That's why the prosperity gospel is all over New York. It's being hindered, and we need, we need to repent for idol worshiping, brothers and sisters. Praise your Lord. It is all bad. People think that God ignores those things and looks the other way. No, God sees everything. And what is an abomination to him is an abomination. It's not pleasing into his eyes. And he wishes for us to repent and walk away from him, brothers and sisters. It's what he wants. Praise you, God, because his inner judgment will come down. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. And so we, we have to repent. We have to repent. Why are we? Why is God taking us back to history? Because we need to go back and remember what we have done wrong. We got to look for that open door, brothers and sisters. It's what it is. We need to know what we have done wrong. And we need to repent before God and say, God, I'm sorry for ever being partaking of this evil, for ever believing this and this evil. Praise you, Lord. It is so sad. It is so sad uh, uh, how how uh, people have fallen so far from God and don't don't even realize. Praise you, Lord. When God says to the people, "You have sinned," and they say, "Then what have we sinned?" They don't even realize. Hallelujah. Uh, how deep they are. They've been in sin that they didn't uh, they didn't realize. Hallelujah. How much it offended God, and that's where a lot of people are. And so they, yeah, they have to go back to the beginning and notice, praise your Lord, 
Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Jeremiah, hallelujah. Uh, Jeremiah, it's a whole whole chapter of 44, Jeremiah. But Jeremiah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, 44, 17, but we were saying, do whosoever thanks God for out out of our own mouth, burn incense unto the queen of heaven, and to the poor the drink offering to her, as we have done. We are father and our king and our princes, our city in Judah, in the street of Jerusalem. For uh, then have we plenty of bread, and we all uh, and saw no evil. So before they did the abomination, they did. They had plenty. They had abundance. They saw the prosperity of the Lord. But when they did what they did, they can testify to us and tell this generation what happened to them after. And that's what they're testifying and saying to us. Look what happened to us. We had all this abandoned. But after we went and worshipped the, the, the queen of heavens, hallelujah, which we people call today the statue of livery, this is what happened to us. Hallelujah. Praise God. We lost all that prosperity. We lost all that goodness that we have. Hallelujah. Everything God has given us, verse 44, 18. But since we left off offering incense to the queen of heaven and putting our drink offering to her, we have... Uh, been wanting all the things and have been consumed by the soil, by the famine. It, that's exactly what's going to bring. But I want you to notice something. He, they mentioned Jerusalem. So you mean now we to say that even back then, this queen of heaven, you talked about, say, the Statue of Liberty, was even in Jerusalem number one time? Yes, it was. This is there's nothing new under the sun. You see how the devil works. This is why you got to study this so you see this is nothing new. The Statue of Liberty in New York was in Jerusalem years ago under the Queen of Heaven. Praise the Lord. Verse 44, 19. And when we burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and put our drink offerings into her, uh, there we uh, make her cakes to worship her and put our, our drink offering unto her uh, with our man. Look at what they did. They made offering. They made celebration. Praise the Lord. They hold it as a very valuable things, but it was actually what brought them down to nothing. Praise the Lord. God have mercy. Jeremiah forty four twenty five. Thus says the Lord holds of God of Israel, saying, Ye and your wife have, have both spoken with your mouth and fulfilled with your hands, saying, We will surely perform our bow that we have bowed to and burn incense to the Queen of Heaven and to pour our drink offering unto her. Yet, yet we will surely accomplish your vow and surely perform your vow. Why did the Queen of Heaven was brought to New York? Because the, the, the French were giving the U.S. like an offering, like a thank you for delivering them from the hands of Hitler, from the hands of evil. But we're actually receiving evil unto them, an open door. Praise the Lord. They, these people, hallelujah, uh, made a vow to the Queen. Praise the Lord. This is exactly what the U.S. have done with this queen of heaven in New York City. And this is why God has shown people in dreams and vision that when the tsunami comes to New York, the queen of heaven, the statue of liberty, will be the first destroyed. It's what, it's what God has been showing people for years. I'm going to destroy the queen of heaven that's been standing in New York with her, her hair raised like a sign of victory. Evil has a sign of history. Over his people. Should not be so. Should not be so. Brothers and sisters. That's why God is showing people. He's going to destroy 
that queen of heaven over New York. Because it's not policing on the game. People can say whatever they want to say, but go into the word. And what the word of God says is what is so. It is the truth, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. You can pray about it. You can ask for confirmation. You can study it. You can look at it. It's all in the word of God. Listen to what Daniel uh, 12, 12 says. Blessed he that waited. See, you are even blessed by waiting on the Lord. When is the Lord coming? I'm tired. I want to get out of here. Blessed is he that waited. You are being blessed just by waiting on the Lord. Blessed is he that waited and comes to the thousand and three years and five and thirty days. But go thy way till the end be. For thou shalt rest and stand in thy holy law in the end of the days. Thank you, Lord, for that. Jesus is going to give us rest soon, which is called the right church. That's our rest. We're entering in a rest very soon when that trumpet sounds, brothers and sisters. Don't let no one take away your rest. Don't let no one take away your rest. You're going to enter your rest. You're going to have people try to convince you not to believe in the rapture, not to believe that you deserve a rest. <laughs> don't let people convince that you don't deserve a rest. Go into your rest with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Go to heaven. Don't stay down here. It's going to be ugly. When you can see beauty in heaven, why would you want to see ugliness down here? When you can see life in heaven, why do you want to see death down here, brothers and sisters? Why do you want to be among the dead when you can be among the living in heaven? Why do you want to be in this darkness when you can be under the glory light of Christ in heaven? Thank you, Lord. Why do you want to be in the month of lack of food and water and all that when you can be in heaven among the abundance? Of food and water in heaven. Why would you treat yourself this way? Go to heaven with Christ. Prepare yourself when that trumpet sounds to go home. Don't let no one convince you otherwise. If someone who calls your friend, brother, or sister try to convince you not to wait for Christ and his rapture, say, I'm sorry, but I want to go home. I want to enter my rest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. So just prepare to go home. Don't let no one, no let no one take take you. Praise you, Lord. Don't let no one uh, uh, take your peace or your joy, because our joy is the Lord. Don't focus on the things down here. Focus on the things the bosses are uh, part to the. Colossians, seek the things uh, above, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Just seek the things above. Just seek, seek those things, hallelujah, that are above. Thank you, Jesus. Because those are the things that will last forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And don't don't quote me on dates. I, a lot of dates I don't, I don't have. But you can always go back to history. I might have uh, quote the day wrong. I'm sorry for that. Praise you, Lord. But you can always go back to history, and, and I don't have all the history right here in front of me. A lot of things I, I know for years, the days I have forgotten. I forget things, and sometimes I did them wrong. I date them wrong. Praise you, Lord. But you can always go back to history and and confirm it. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Thank you for that information, Sister Morietta. Praise you, Lord. So the Queen of Heaven. Uh, was before October 1886, she says, Thank you, Lord. It is still the Queen of Heaven. 
God don't change the fact that she's the queen of heaven. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But I tell you, the Lord is coming soon. It is coming soon. Thank you, Lord. He is coming soon to take us home. Praise you, Lord. Yes, it was October, October 28, 1988. It was when the Statue of Liberty, amen. But that is the Queen of Heaven, the Statue of Liberty. They, they, they have changed her, her, her name so much. It went from the, from the uh, Queen of Heaven to the Virgin Mary, and in New York to the Statue of Liberty. They have changed the name three times, and much even more if you look it up. They have changed the name, but it's still the same demon. It's what I'm saying, the same devil, dressed in different name, but it's still the same. It don't, it don't matter. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. So God just wants us to walk away from the idol because no idol worshiper, the word of God says, will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Thank you, Lord. And that's what, uh, that's what God is saying to us. If we have these idols among us, hallelujah, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. They are going to mislead us because a lot of a lot of nations that visit New York and see that, that Queen of Heaven, Statue of Liberty, has been misled by the information because they give you a lot of information. And I've been to Liberty Park. I, I, I see all that. I see all the false information. Everything is not according to history right. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. First uh, Thessalonians 1, 9, For they themselves show us what manner of entering and we have uh, had unto, and how you turn to God from idol to serve the living God. See, we can turn from idol because idols are dead and serve the living God. I, I, this passage of Yabula, uh, I forgot, uh, one of the teachings he gave, I remember many years ago, is that he, when, he, when he evangelized people, in regard to idol, uh, they hear people telling him, oh, oh, I don't worship that this idol. I only admire it. I only admire this idol. I don't worship it. No, I don't worship the Statue of Liberty. I just love that it's there. I admire the Statue of Liberty. And, and he told him, that's still idolatry. He told him, that's still idolatry. He was led by the Lord. That is still idolatry. A lot of people don't realize exactly what idolatry is. You gotta look it up in the book in, in a in a biblical dictionary. What is idolatry, and and, and really uh, 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 learn, Hallelujah! What is idolatry? The meaning meaning uh, behind idolatry. Um, idolatry uh, comes from worshiping of idol. Okay, there are synonyms of idolatry: idolization, fetishization, uh, fetishism which is, it has to do with really being tied up to something, idol worship, uh, adulation, adoration, reverence. See, this is one word uh, that people say to him when he was evangelizing them. Oh, no, no, I only reverence the, the, the statue. Okay, that's the idolatry. That is so significant of idolatry. I only, no, 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 I only reverence, they say. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't worship the idol. No, no, I don't do that, but I reverence. And he said, no, that is still idolatry. This man of God told him that. That is still idolatry. A lot of people don't know what idolatry is. That's why I'm talking about it. Uh, veneration. A lot other people told him, no, we only venerate this idol. Venerate is one of the older uh, Romans' word, 
uh, I believe it's in the Latin. I must be out of the line. I'm not sure. You have to study that. Veneration. Praise the Lord. And he, he's told, no, that is still idolatry. That is still idolatry. Honor. There you go. That is still idolatry. Just word. A lot of people don't know what idolatry is. Look at this, the other one, glorification. You, we know that all glory goes to God. Well, a lot of people make something to a God in their life. That is idolatry. That is another significant of having another God beside of your God, the true God. Amen. Let me see another word. Lionization. I have to look the meaning of that word. Hebrew, hero worshiping. Look, look what idolatry is. Oh, no, uh, the Statue of Liberty is my, is my, uh, my hero, they say. So it's a type of idolatry. That is the idolatry, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Here's some more words. Extreme admiration. Oh, I admire the statue there. Well, that is still idolatry. That is still idolatry, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Other word that is used, love. I can't believe people love that statue. That is still idolatry. Or reverence for something or someone. In this case, the statue of liberty. That is still idolatry. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There you go. That is still idolatry. Let me see what else. Uh, and, and I say this because you you can go and you'll see hundreds of people from everywhere. Respect, yet visiting that place always. Always visiting, always admiring the statue of liberty. That is still idolatry. We must, we must not allow uh, our idolatry or to us obscure the issue in and it's just uh idolization, the synonymous, fascismant, people that are fanatic. There's another word, adulation. That is another uh biggie word there that I have to look up. Praise you Lord. Adulation which means as uh flowering, excessive admiration or praise. You see excessive admiration can lead you into idolatry. And it's still idolatry. It is still idolatry. I don't want to say that it's not. It is still idolatry, adulation. Uh, praise you, Lord. It's a fan. Uh, an adulation person is a fan. It's what the meaning really is. A fan. Praise you, Lord. And, and so a fan is it's an idolater. If you are a fan of the statue a little bit, you are an idolater of it. Can you believe that? Hold oh, that. Praise you, Lord. It's even in the dictionary, Vlad. Let me see the meaning. Praise you, Lord. Reverence, glorification, lionation, hero worshiping, and the prophet against idolatry. So the prophet was very strong about idolatry, says in the dictionary. In another word, they truly preached against that because they they had idol back then, brothers and sisters. There's nothing new under the sun. It's not... Yes, this was 1980s, 1886, I'm sorry. Praise the Lord. My, my, grand, my grand-grandmother died not long ago. She was born in 19, I'm sorry, 1886, uh, 80, I believe, or 84, around there. So she was already born when, this, when they brought the statue to New York, brothers and from France. So it tells you right there, brothers and sisters, uh, how long the idolatry, idolatry has been around. Just in this nation, it's been around many other nations, too. Praise you, Lord. But the mercy of God, brothers and sisters, but God is angry. God is angry, and we need to repent. He is the latest prophecy, brothers and sisters. God willing, if the trumpet don't sound, I'll be here 
tomorrow at 9. Don't miss the program. Brothers and sisters, thank you for your support. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for supporting us, helping us, brothers and sisters. My goodness, um, praise your Lord. Uh, God is good. His mercy endures forever. Don't stop repenting. No matter what's going on in your life, you may get bad news. Things might be going wrong and you, it may be going wrong in your life. I don't say it is, but it may be going wrong in your life, praying. Don't stop repenting. Don't stop seeking the Lord. Even if the world is coming apart, if, if, if islands are sinking, if hurricanes are coming, if tsunami are coming, if tornadoes are coming, brothers and sisters, if powerful earthquakes are shaking the nation, don't start repenting. Don't stop seeking the Lord. Continue to seek Jesus. Continue to get ready. Don't ever give up on the Lord. The Lord will never give up on you, brothers and sisters. Never give up on the Lord. Don't give up on the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Continue to do what the Lord wants you to do, too. Praise the Lord. The Lord wants you to be a repentance. Be a repentance. The Lord wants you to be seeking him. Continue to seek him. Praise the Lord. The Lord says, don't stop doing good. Praise the Lord. Lord. In the sight of evil, we got to do good because you know what? It's going to get worse. And it's getting worse already. We know this. But if we keep our eyes on Jesus, if we stay focused on the Lord, the Lord will help us, brothers and sisters. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. He will not abandon us. Praise the Lord. Man will forsake you and leave you. Hallelujah. But not the Lord Jesus. He is for you. He loves you. He gave his life for you. Stay strong in the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Cease now to pray. In other words, stay in prayer. Read the word as much as you can. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Have your hope in Jesus. And if you, if, if the news that are bad news are hindering your walk with Christ, stop listening to the news. Stop watching the news. Brothers and sisters, a lot of people are being handled by the news. This is serious. Take this message serious. This advice serious, please. Don't watch the news as much as, much as you want to if it's hindering your walk. There are many things hindering our walk, brothers and sisters. This past few days, someone placed pornographic material on my Facebook, and I went on. I saw this garbage there. I, I immediately went to report it and remove it, and I was repenting for seeing what was in there. But I tell you this, I was reporting it with Facebook, and it was giving me a hard time to get it through, brothers and sisters, to get it out, okay? And I wrote a message to them, it, you know, they are allowing garbage to come on Facebook. I was so angry last week, God, and I repent for it too. I was going to erase my Facebook and don't have a Facebook page anymore. But I have over 5,000 people followers on Facebook alone. And I, I, I started thinking about those people that, that get the link of the Lord's Hour, that get the message in Spanish. And I said, I, I, I cannot do it. The Lord wants me to preach his message still. Still want me to stay preaching his message. It is not for me to just close it and forget, and forget about Facebook because that's what exactly I was planning to do. 
I had it. I had it with Facebook. The garbage in Facebook, it is so offending, brothers and sisters. So offending. Praise the Lord. And we don't want to be, I don't want nothing to do with sin. I want to stay away from the Lord. Praise the Lord. But the Lord wants me to preach his message, and that's what the Lord had, had told me to do. Thank you, Lord. And he wants me to continue to do it. Praise the Lord. I've been willing to cut everything off many times, but he don't want me to. He wants me to continue to preach his message. Praise the Lord. And it's all because this is the end. This is the end. And he showed me the the end of all this time that we're in. I was in the future seven years from now, and I saw the end of the United States. I saw a 500-foot wave coming through New Jersey, through Pennsylvania, all the way to Canada. I saw the United States of America completely destroyed in the future, completely destroyed in the future. And I'm, I was standing in the throne of God. And Jesus, I heard when Jesus said to the Father, Father, Will you give him one more chance? Father, I ask you if he will send Elvie and other back there to warn them. Hopefully some more soul will be saved. Father, through them, I will say some more. And Jesus, I was standing next to the throne of Father when Jesus came up to me. After I heard the conversation before the Father and Jesus, and Father says, my word will be in his mouth. And I saw, I saw fire burning in my lips when Father God said this. And Jesus said, will you go back and preach my words, my message to them, and tell them what is about what you have seen? Will you go back and tell them what you have seen? And I said, Lord, will they listen? And the Lord says, I will touch many, and they will come to me. I said, Lord, I will go back, Lord. Yes, I will go back. And he sent me back here after I was in heaven already to warn this nation and the world about what is to come. I seen the end. I seen the end. I seen this nation completely under the sea. And no one else was alive anymore. I seen the end. I'm back here telling you, the earth is going to be destroyed. Jesus will renew a new earth, a new heaven. But before he does, it must be destroyed before he renew it again for the beginning of 1,000 years. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Yes, sister. This last time I was in the Garden of Eden, I said, I was so nervous. And I said to the Lord, Lord, would I be in this place? And he says, yes, you will be. And Father God says to me also, yes, you will be here, my son. And you won't believe the peace that gave me. I am afraid, trembling for my own salvation, because I see the end of all, and it's not pretty. I shake every day. I tremble every day. I'm in my bed, and I'm trembling. I tremble and tremble under the presence of God. This morning when Father God came, I tremble 
from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, I was shaking, trembling. My whole body was trembling because Father God is so angry. And as he has shown me, he is going to destroy it all. I hope one person will listen. I hope one repent. I hope one. Because a bride is going to be taken out. And whatever is left is going to suffer horrible suffering. I know there are people listening to me right now that don't believe me. I know that. How do I know that? Because I've seen them in the tribulation. That's why I know. And I'm still hoping they believe me. I'm still hoping they do. I'm still hoping some of the people I've seen in the tribulation will believe me. Because in their heart, they say, oh, he's not telling the truth. In their heart, in their heart, they're saying what he's saying is not true. I know. Even this, brothers and sisters, because the Lord has shown them to me already. There are many that don't believe me. There are are few that believe the message. A lot of people say, oh, that message was not from God. Oh, it is. Believe me, it is. God himself will tell you one day it was from him. Praise the Lord. All glory goes to Jesus, not to me and anyone, brothers and sisters. All glory. I, I don't, again, I told people for years, I don't like to talk about myself. It is just not about me. I am a man like you that tremble under the presence of God. I fear God for my own life, brothers and sisters, every day. I, I, I want to have the assurance of my own salvation like many of you. I really want to go home to heaven. I don't want to stay, brothers and sisters. I don't want to stay. I, I got rejoiced when I seen Sister Marietta in the millennium. The first thing I say is, she made it. She made it. I looked at I never seen Sister Marietta in person until I saw her in the millennium. I don't even, I don't even know how she looks. I don't know how Sister Marietta looked. I seen them in the millennium. Brothers and sisters, praise your Lord. I, I, I saw Brother Body in heaven, I remember, and Sister Brenda. And I, I did saw Body and Brenda one time. But if I never seen them, if I never seen them in person, I already seen them in heaven. Praise your Lord. There are people I see in heaven already in the future. There are the ones that I have not. Praise all oh, glory goes to God, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. It's the will of God. It's what God wants. It's not what we want. Thank you, Lord. But we we are all struggling. We are all crying out to the Lord for help. I'm like you are repenting daily. And I'm seeking the Lord with trembling and fear all over myself. And I'm asking you to do the same thing. Just continue to repent and continue to seek the Lord. Don't give up on the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Paul says, I don't think I made it. But Paul, he says, I proceed. I proceed forward. That's what we need to do, proceed forward. Don't, 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 don't give up. Don't say I already made it, but continue to fear the Lord. 
continue to repent, continue to continue to continue every day to seek the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just continue because the Lord is going to help you. Praise you, Lord. I said to the Lord this morning, Praise you, Lord. I, I'm not worthy to see the Father as I saw him Lord, this morning. Praise you, Lord. And I, you know, thank you, Jesus. And I tell you this, I didn't think I was worthy, and I told the Lord, but again, his mercy endure forever, brothers and sisters. Amen. Don't you thank that because I have seen the Lord, and I have given him the privilege to, to receive from him these messages, and give out this word, I am better than you. No, not so, not so. We are all the same in his eyes, in his presence. He just wants us to be obedient. I learned this week, I learned this week something new. I probably heard it before, but never really pay attention to it. And what I heard is that obedience gives God a, 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 a sense, a, an essence, a smell, like a flavor a special smell before his nostril comes from you when you are obedient and when you are holy before his presence, righteous, cleansed by the blood of Jesus, which you do under repentance, it gives God another smell from you. Another sense comes out of you to him. And he rejoices for that. God rejoices for your obedience and your holiness like his son. Praise the Lord. You see how, how merciful and wonderful our Father is? And when I heard that this week, I'm like, oh, wow, that is incredible. Thank you, Lord. Each and one of us are special to Father God, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. So my, my preaching is almost over. Or I could say it is over because there's no time practically left. So my message is over. You know, preach all this year for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. We go home in peace. Thank you, Lord. A savor. Praise you, Lord. That's a savor. A sweet-smelling savor. That's it. It's what it, it gives to God. Thank you, Lord. And, and that is that is so awesome. You don't understand how is it that God can, can look at us men and, and really be, be smell us and say, oh, man, he, he or she is really uh, uh, submitting to my will. Seeking my son. Praise your Lord. It is Jesus in us, the hope of glory, brothers and sisters. Jesus in us. We need to have the son in us and repent. And now be prideful. Repent your pride, your doubt and unbelief. Pride comes from the air, from the pit of hell, from the heart of Satan. We need to repent pride, brothers and sisters. Any little pride you let you let entice in your heart and your mind to hinder your walk with the Lord. Repent it. Just repent it. Repent it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just give it to the Lord. Get everything to the Lord. I have given all to the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. If if I'm here tomorrow, it's because the Lord wells it for me to be. If I'm not, praise the Lord. I'll say, I'll say goodbye tonight in case I don't see you tomorrow or hear about you for tomorrow. But I know some of you I will see in heaven. Some other I will not. Some other of you I may visit in the tribulation. Praise you, Lord. But there's not, there's, much, there's not much I can do. If if I see you in the tribulation, I'm sorry, but there's not much I can do. I can only try to help you now, but many of you don't believe. 
Praise your Lord. And the Lord knows who don't believe, and you know in your heart who don't believe. Praise your Lord. But that's your choice. You make your choice. My choice is for Christ. I just want to be with him. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. What a mighty God, awesome God, brothers and sisters. We serve. No one is greater than, than our God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. I, the audio that I'm trying to play, the lady prophecy, the one I'm going to play, so I'm going to play this other audio. More tomorrow. Don't miss it. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're so happy to be here tonight, and we are having a special program tonight, I would say. We are going to have a great program tonight. Hallelujah. And I know the Lord is going to speak, hallelujah, to his people tonight in a mighty, mighty special way. I want to welcome Amy to the Lord's Hour. Amy, you there? Amy, you there? Hey, Brother LV. Hey, sister. Praise God. Hallelujah. How you doing? Good, good. Hey, brothers and sisters. God bless you. Amen. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to have a great program tonight, and I wanted Amy to help me out tonight. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because we're going to be talking for two hours, hallelujah, and there's a lot of information to be shared from the Word of God, hallelujah. We're going to go into the Word of God, and we're going to share, well, first of all, I'm going to share what the Lord showed me this morning, hallelujah, which I think is a word for God's people, especially the people here from the Lord's Hour, the people that are truly seeking the Lord, the people that love the Lord, hallelujah, that wants to go to heaven with the Lord, who are waiting for the Lord in his rapture. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And to those people, the Lord wants me to speak the word he, he gave me this morning. Praise God, hallelujah. Well, this is how it started this morning, hallelujah. The Lord took me, hallelujah, out in the spirit to show me a tree. Hallelujah. And this tree that the Lord was showing me had a lot of fruit around it, hallelujah. And the fruit in this tree, hallelujah, was very anointed. I can see the the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon this tree and, and upon every single fruit that this tree has. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Plus the tree was planted on water or near water. It was like part of the tree well, the, some of the root of the tree will go into the water. The other part was holding on to the land. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But it was all at the same time in the spirit, and it was all, all part of the reality. So I was looking at the tree, and um, in the tree, I, could, I was looking at the fruit of the tree, and they were like kind of golden, some of them. Some of them were, were maturing, hallelujah, enough to be ready to be eaten, hallelujah. And I could see people coming to that tree, hallelujah, people just coming through, and they were grabbing some, grabbing some of the fruit, and they were eating them, hallelujah, because they looked so delicious to be eaten, hallelujah. They were ready to be eaten, hallelujah. And I was looking at this vision, hallelujah, but at the, in, in the beginning, I did not understand that message, hallelujah, but as I, as I, I asked the Lord, like, I, I, I requested in my spirit from the Lord. Somehow my spirit communicated with the Lord. And, and because I saw the Holy Spirit anointing and presence was around this tree. And, and, and the anointing was like through every fruit in the tree 
was being, uh, the anointing was ministering every fruit in that tree, hallelujah. And I could see the anointing of the Holy Spirit just going through each single fruit in that tree, hallelujah. And some of them shine like with fire. And I could see the Holy Spirit taking every fruit and putting it through the fire at the same time. Every fruit in that tree was being tested somehow with the fire of the Holy Spirit. But I could not only see the Holy Spirit working with every fruit in that tree, but I could also see the Lord uh, sustaining the tree. Hallelujah. And, and I noticed that the tree, hallelujah, the only reason the, the tree was standing was because Jesus was holding the tree uh, together. Hallelujah. And I noticed that the water, the land that where the tree was, was standing belonged to Jesus. It was Jesus himself. And I noticed that the water, that the root of the tree, how half of the root of the tree were hitting the, the water was the Holy Spirit. And, and the, the, whole, the, whole, uh, the whole tree just came alive to me. And I just started understanding as the Lord took me closer to the tree for me to see the fruit. I noticed that every single fruit was brothers and sisters from the Lord's hour. And I'm like, it's like I could see everyone. I could see Amy. I could see everyone that, that, that was supposed to be a fruit was connected to that tree. And I could see the Holy Spirit putting his fire through them, testing every fruit in that tree. And everyone that I know here in the Lord's hour was, was the fruit from that tree. And it was, some of them were glowing. And some of them were getting ready to glow in the Lord. And I could see the anointing being poured out into the fruit. And then I, every fruit was not a fruit anymore. was a human being. was someone, hallelujah, who was here in the Lord's hour. Hallelujah. Nicole was there. Everyone was there. And I was like, wow, Lord. What does this mean, Lord? Praise God. Hallelujah. And the Lord was giving me the understanding, hallelujah, that we are all connected to him. He is the tree. We are the fruit. We are the branches connected to him. Hallelujah. And that we are glowing. We, we are maturing. We are glowing by the power, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we're each um, connected to the fruit. And each of us, hallelujah, John 15, that, that's right, that's right. But it also came to mind as the Lord was giving this to me, hallelujah, someone Someone came into mind to me in the same vision, and I remember what someone says, says, Blessed is the man who obeyed the law of the Lord, who doesn't follow the advice of evil people. He doesn't make a habit of doing what sinners do. He doesn't join those who make fun of the Lord in his law. Verse 2, instead he takes delight in the Lord, in the law of the Lord. He thinks about his law day and night. He is like a tree that is planted near a stream of water and is always bearing fruit at the right time. Hallelujah. At least don't dry up. Everything godly people do turns out well. Everything he does turns out well. And that, that came to my mind. Hallelujah. And everyone, Sanjana, everyone from the Lord's heart of Crystal, everyone, hallelujah, uh, were all there in that, in that tree. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And I could see everyone. Again, this is like the third vision the Lord showed me with, with the people here. I'm like, what is the Lord doing? Hallelujah. And, I, and the Lord reminds me that he had me tell people, look, he prepared us 
for something great. He had brought us here together, hallelujah, to work in our life, to bring us together, to, to, to grow us up together as a family. Hallelujah. We are a family, a family of God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And some of the people that I see that they were not glowing yet, but I could still see the Holy Spirit working with them. With them. They were not glowing like, like some of the rest of the people, but they were there. They were, they were in the street. They were a fruit. They were, not, they were not ready maybe to glow yet as the Lord wanted them to, hallelujah. But the Lord was still working with them. Hallelujah. Yes, Wolitsky, Sister Wolitsky, you were there. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Everyone from the Lord's house was there. This, this is what blew my mind. Wow. How the Lord just showed me everyone here, he usually comes to the Lord's house just there as a fruit. And so the Holy Spirit working with them. And I saw the Lord holding them, hallelujah, together. Just holding everyone together. And working in each other's lives together. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. To make them glow. And I could see the Holy Spirit putting them through fire. Hallelujah. And some of them were like wanted to shine already. But the Holy Spirit was not giving up on them. He was still working with them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And I was like, wow, Lord, this is incredible. Now I'm understanding what you've been revealing to me, Lord, that you are growing us as a family together in your presence and your anointing. You are anointing us with your anointing, with your holy oil. You are growing us together as a family of God. And you, Lord, you are sustaining us, Lord Jesus, for your glory and honor, Lord. You are making us glow, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And I'm feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit. This morning I said to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, will you come to the program as I'm speaking this word? And the Holy Spirit says, yes, I will. I asked the Lord Jesus, said, Jesus, Lord, will you come? Hallelujah. As I'm speaking this word. Will you be there, Lord? And the Lord said, yes, I will be there. And I believe his presence is here. Yes. Hallelujah. Because he promised me he will be here. The Holy Spirit promised me he will be here tonight. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. All I asked the Lord and the Holy Spirit was, will you confirm this word to to my brothers and sisters? Will you confirm this word to them? Hallelujah. That's all I want. Hallelujah. That they may not believe me, Lord, but that they will believe you. They will believe you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because we serve God. We don't serve man. And this is the difference what the Lord is doing here. He is the one growing us. He is the one raising us. Hallelujah. He is the one being the pastor in our life. He is a shepherd. And we are growing Hallelujah, under his anointing, under his presence, and his, his ministration, and through our lives, he is doing in us what we need, what God wants us to be. He is making us that. Because God has a plan for you and I tonight in our life, and, and, and the calling he, he called us into, and putting us together. A year ago, two years ago, we were not together. But God had a plan for you and I. And I love it because in the Hebrew Bible said, hallelujah, that there's only a plan of God. There is no coincidence. And I love that. Hallelujah. Because God had a plan for you and I. 
He put us together as a family to grow us together, to mature us together, for him to work on us, for him to prepare us, to go home in the rapture, but for more than that, to use us for his glory. So when people come, they will see him. They will see Jesus. They will see his glory. People will be ministered to him. People will see the fruit. By the fruit, you will know him, Jesus said. You will know them by the fruit. And that's what Jesus and the Holy Spirit is doing. I mean, this is the third vision I have received from the Lord about us being together. The first one was us putting a building together, building this school. Hallelujah. It's like this grammar school where children can come, meaning people in the, just coming into the Lord. And they can come in Lord. And each one of us, Nicole, a- Amy, everyone here, we're putting stone, bricks together, bricks together, hallelujah. And we were adding the bricks, and we were building this wall where the building will be sustained as a family. We are together in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And it was so great to see that. The second vision the Lord gave me of us being together, he showed me the midnight hour. Show me that we are at the midnight hour. And show us being together as a family. And I saw the Holy Spirit working in each one of our lives. And I saw Jesus standing there. And as I looked at Jesus, Jesus looked at me and smiled. Then he looked at every one of you here tonight. Hallelujah. And look at them, hallelujah, and show me how he's growing each one of you, how he's working in each of you, hallelujah, life, how he has bring us to him, to the fountain, which is Jesus Christ, for us to drink for him, for us to eat from him, for us to grow and mature in Jesus Christ. And it was so beautiful to see this. And this is the third vision he showed me of us being together. I was not praying for this. I was praying for something else. But I said to the Lord, whatever God wants to show me, I will see. But he wanted to show me this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is preparing you in his kingdom. His anointing, his presence is in your life. You know, I I got confirmation from my brothers and sisters how the presence of God lately has been on them. My sister Amy told me the same thing. And it's just people after people been telling me, lately the Lord been in my life in a special way. Amen. And I could speak the same word to you. Lately the Lord been in my life in a mighty special way. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He has been working with us. He's been putting his fire through us together. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. He's been go- growing us as fruit. And the tree of the Lord. And now some of you are ready for ministry. Some of you are glowing with the anointing of the Lord. And you've been wondering why is God growing you this way? To use you for his glory. For you to tell people the truth. That when those people will hear you, they will not look at you alone. They will look at Jesus in your life. Praise God, hallelujah. He is so good. Amy, you want to say anything? I just, I'm sitting here, and these words, the Holy Spirit has just bore witness to everything that you're saying, Brother LV. And I just, um, 
I just bless each and every listener. Um, praise God because He loves us so much, and this is just a real blessing to each and every one of us listening tonight. Amen. Praise God. And the good thing is, uh, it's like divine grace is saying, it's all about Him. It's all about Jesus. And we have come to this program together, and we understand, hallelujah, that it's all about Jesus. And we, we thank Him, we glorify Him, we serve Him. Hallelujah. We humble ourselves. We repent pride. See, pride can come into our life so easy. It needs to be repented. And we understand that. That every single human being has a problem with pride. Just after Adam and Eve fallen, hallelujah, we inherit the fallen flesh, the fallen body, and we have to live in this body. But you and I are not this body. You and I are a soul and a spirit, may my God. But we have to live in this body while we're on earth, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I thank you, my brothers and sisters. I thank you very much. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He is so good. He is so wonderful. Brother, um, right now I won't be able to take private, private message. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, Brother Carlos. Hallelujah. I don't know if you're going through an emergency or something, brother. We can do a prayer for you, brother. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we pray, Lord, that you will keep Carlos. Uh, brother Carlos, Lord, we don't know if he has an emergency, Lord Jesus. But we ask that you will take control of his life and his family life, Jesus, and that you will keep on safe, Lord Jesus. In your mighty name, Yeshua, we pray. Please keep Yahashua, our brother Carlo, and his family, Lord. Whatever emergency they have, Jesus, we pray, Lord, that you will take over his life, Lord Jesus, and that you will help him, Lord Jesus. In your mighty name, we pray, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for my brother Carlo, Lord. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. God is so good. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And we pray for every single brothers and sister that we don't see here in the Lord's hour, that the Lord will keep them and they're working or wherever they are. We ask that the Lord will keep them. The Lord will give them his strength. The Lord will be with them. The Lord will strengthen them. Hallelujah. And the Lord will keep them safe. In Jesus' name, we pray for them, Lord. Thank you, mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, brother, I won't take private message right now, hallelujah, because I'm in the air right now, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. And I want to go on in the Word. I want to keep on reading the Word of God, hallelujah. You know, as I look into the Bible, tree, what the meaning of tree according to the Word of God means, hallelujah, because every, every, we were all connected to that tree. And the Bible says that the tree represents a commandment, a human, a nation, a city, a town, Judah, the Lord, God, Holy Spirit, the Word, water, truth, message, bind, feel, Israel, my people, promise, future, a new earth. I was able to find all this in the Bible, connected to the tree. And now I'm forgetting the tree of life, the new Jerusalem and all that. Just in Genesis 1:11, we find out that then God said, let the land produce plant, let the bear uh, their own seed, let there be tree on the land, the bear fruit with seed in it, let each kind of each kind of plant or tree have its own kinds of seed. And that's exactly what happened. Hallelujah. And God saw later on the Bible said it was good. So when God planted you and I in Christ, it was for you and I to bear fruit. 
in God, in the Lord. And the job of the Lord and the Holy Spirit is to work in our lives. Hallelujah. So we will produce fruit according to what God said in Genesis 1.11. And that is the work of God in our life. Genesis 1.12 says, And the land produced plant. Each kind of plant had its own kind of seed. The land produced tree. The boy fruit with seed. Each kind of tree had its own kind of seed. God saw that it was good. As we are planted in the Lord, in our root, or in, in the water of the Holy Spirit, because we are as, as being planted in Christ, Christ is planted in God, in the Holy Spirit, being God too, because he's the third person of God, or being part of God, I would say. Praise Jesus. God working in our life. We are planted in water, and the water goes up to the fruit. We have to give out fruit. That's a tree in God. So remember, the tree represents human beings or God's people. And we are God's people. Genesis 1, 29 says, And God said, I am giving you every plant and face of the whole earth that bear its own seed. I am giving you every tree that has fruit with seed in it. And all of them will be given to you for food. So not only the plant, hallelujah, are to to be there, they are also to bear fruit for us. In the natural, that's what they do. In the spiritual, that's what they're supposed to do too. Because God has control of the natural, and he has also control of the spiritual. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Genesis 2, 9 said, The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground. The fruit was pleasing to look and good to eat. The tree has given life for forever and was in the middle of the garden. The tree that gives the ability to tell the difference between good and evil was also there. Hallelujah. So as God has planted us a tree, he also has given the ability to bear fruit. Hallelujah. He also has given us, he has planted us to give life. Where other people can come, hallelujah, and learn from us, and Jesus can use us to pour out his life into them. They are dead. They're like dry trees, the Bible said. But because we are alive, because Jesus is alive, Jesus is in us. The Holy Spirit is in us. And the Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. It's the spirit of truth through us. It flows through other people's life to dry trees. And they can become alive, hallelujah, by God using us. Because Jesus is alive. And we have Jesus in us. And the life can go to them too. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But we have to be ready. We have to be ready in God. God has to make up ready for us to bear fruit. And that's what God did in Genesis. Hallelujah. He planted them. He made them grow. He made them ready to bear fruit, to be eaten. Hallelujah. That's what you and I are in God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. If we are obedient to him, if we stay with the Lord, it don't matter how much mistake you make. If you stick with Jesus, he will help you to bear fruit. He will raise you. He will prepare you. He will make you ready as a plant in God, as a fruit in the Lord. You will be ready with Jesus because Jesus will make you ready for the glory of God. Amen. Because it's all for the glory of God. It all, it's all for him. It's all about Jesus. It's not about you and I. 
but you and I have to be ready by him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Genesis 2, 16 says, The Lord God gave men a command, says, You can eat from the fruit of any tree that is in the garden. Hallelujah. But the fruit that is in the middle of the garden, my friend, my brother, you cannot touch. Hallelujah. You have to know in God what you can do and what you cannot do. And you've been planted by God. And you have to be very careful. Hallelujah. With what you touch or what you eat or what you look at. Be very careful what you watch on television. Hallelujah. Because even though the fruit was, was good to look at, was good to eat, you were not supposed to touch the fruit. Don't touch what God don't want you to touch. Don't look at what God says for you not to eat. Stay away from those things. Be careful in your work with God. Be very careful. We're in the last day. The trumpet is about to sound. God is bringing us home. The Lord is bringing us home. Hallelujah. Any day now. But we have to stick with him. We have to be connected with him. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 31. The serpent was more clever than any animal that the Lord God had made. The serpent said to the woman, Did God really say, You may not eat from the fruit of the tree that is in the garden? God has said it. It is enough for us. We cannot question the word of God. And this is why I tell you people, when I see people come to me questioning the word of God, right away I know. And I go, I said, Lord, should I talk to this person? Should I waste time with this person that does you, your word, Lord? Because if you cannot believe God, how will you believe me that, me that I'm just a simple man like you? God who is righteous, God who is perfect, who has given great testimony of whom he is. Hallelujah. So I will ask right away, do you want me to talk to this person, Lord? Because he's coming questioning the word of God. And that is so dangerous. Because when you get there, when you have so much doubt and unbelief in your life, that you question the word of God, who else are you going to trust? If you don't trust the word of God, that is true. Jesus says, my word is true. Hallelujah. Genesis 3, 2. The woman said to the serpent, we can eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the garden. Hallelujah. But from the fruit, but, but God did say, you must not eat from the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And not even touch it. If you do, you will die. And God is telling us not to touch those things. He has told us to, not to touch. If that woman is not your wife, you should not be touching her. If that man is not your husband, you should not be touching him. You should be staying away from him. Because God already told you not to touch him in his word. Hallelujah. God already told you not to desire that woman. It is not your wife. Amen. Stay away. Praise Jesus. Why? Because God already said not to. If you look at a woman and desire her, you already have, have sinned with her in your heart. You have committed adultery with her in your heart, Jesus said. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Genesis 3, 5. God knows that when you, you eat from the fruit of the tree, you will know things you have never known before. 
and you will be able to tell the difference between good and evil. You will be like God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God never wanted us to know evil. The plan of God was to keep us in good and keep everything good around us. We will, have, we will never, hallelujah, to sleep with a woman who was not a wife. That was not a, the plan of God. We will now never to know evil. But we made a choice. And that's what humans don't understand this day. That everything we do is by choice. And God judges us by the choice we make before his presence. And we, hallelujah, suffer for the choice we make too. Hallelujah. Praise God. It is so dangerous. Hallelujah. Amy, Amy, you want, Sister Amy, you want to say anything? Um, yeah, Brother Elvie. You know, it says in the Word that we are priests unto our God. And, you know, just like the Levites, in order to, you know, go in to minister and go into the holy place, and into the most holy place, we have got to keep ourselves clean. And that, just like with the Levites, we've got to keep ourselves clean from fornication and from the lusts of this world. Amen? Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That was supposed to be separated for God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It is, it is, it is so much. And then you go on in Genesis. Hallelujah. I'm going to skip some of the verses in Genesis. Because there are many things, hallelujah, that has to do with three. Genesis 3, then the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking in the garden. It was in the cool day of the day. They heard from the Lord among the tree of the garden. See, the tree can also be an excuse for, for you and I to hide. But no one can hide from the presence of God, from the eyes of God. You know why? Because God sees everything. And there's nothing hidden from his presence. Hallelujah. Genesis 3.11, the Lord God says, he, he, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the fruit of the tree I commanded you not to eat? We will, have, we will give an account to God for every deed we do. We have to give an account. And that's what the Lord was doing now to Adam. He was holding him, hallelujah, an account to him for what he had done, for the choice he made. Genesis 3, the man says, hallelujah, it was the woman you put with me. She gave me some of the fruit from the tree, and I ate it. See, I understand why Adam may not understand Eve. Hallelujah. And you say, why is that, Brother Albert? And I'm going to explain to you why I say this. I understand why may, Adam may not understand Eve, because when Eve was made, Adam was in a deep sleep. He, Adam did not see when the Lord took a rib out of him, rib, and built Eve. And when he had a relationship with Eve, I don't know how long Adam was sleeping deeply. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I just don't know. How, how long was Adam asleep? But I know that when he was asleep, he did not have an account. Hallelujah. Of the relationship that he had with the Lord who made her. Hallelujah. And this is with women. Hallelujah. 
judge men a lot of times and they don't understand. Oh, men judge women, hallelujah, and they don't understand their wife. And I say this both ways because women are seeking the right man to satisfy them. And they found and they find out after, after being with different men that men don't understand them. Hallelujah. And it was because women were made by Jesus. And Jesus made them in a way that only him can satisfy them fully. Amen. I am I I am my I'm I'm sorry, I am I'm my beloved. And my beloved is mine. And I want you all of you to say this now. I am I'm my beloved. And my beloved is mine. Hallelujah. You are of Jesus, my sister. Jesus made you with his hand. He prepared your heart to be loved by him. He prepared your soul where you can rest in him, where you, where you can have peace in him alone. The peace that he gives you, you will not find it in any man. You will not Amen. find it in the world. Amen. Because the peace he gives you is not like the peace of the world, my sister. Hallelujah. And this is why it's so difficult with women. They are so broken hearted up there. They're Amen. so hurt by men. Because they're seeking what is in Jesus, Amen. Hallelujah. And unless he is a man of God, who truly loves the Lord, who truly serves the Lord, he can only do one thing for you, my sister, and it's love you. Love thy wife, man, the Bible said. Your husband can do it, love you. But what you need is in Jesus Christ. Amen. For you to be filled full as a woman in God. You have to have a personal relationship with Jesus. You have to talk to him every day. You got to seek him every day. You got to have a relationship one of one with him. And then you will be fulfilled as a woman of God in your life. Amen. You will be complete. And most of the sisters and women feel there's something missing, Brother Albie. What is missing in my life? What is that emptiness in my life, Brother Albie? That emptiness in you is called the missing of Jesus Christ, Amen. the one that built you. Remember that when God built you, man was asleep. He did not know what was going on in your life. For a time, we did not know when God was making our wife what God did. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this, this is going to help a lot of brothers to understand their wife. Hallelujah. Because uh, we say no one can understand women. Praise Jesus. But God can. The Lord can. The Lord does. Hallelujah. Go to Jesus, my sister. Go to him. Let him fulfill you as a woman. Yes. Make you complete. Hallelujah. Surrender to him. Hallelujah. Every knee will bow. Amen. Hallelujah. Bow down to him. 
get us from the black horse of pride to our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Like Paul saw a Tarsus was so prideful that Jesus had to bring him down from his horse to the ground. Hallelujah. So, so why do you persecute me, soul? Hallelujah. Pray Jesus, hallelujah. It is the Lord who we need. Because Paul needed a Savior, but he didn't know how to go about it. Hallelujah. So the Savior met him. Hallelujah. You may say, Brother Elvie, I need Jesus. I want him more than anything else, Brother Elvie. And I'm going to tell you this, my sister, my brother, that Jesus wants you more than what you want him. Amen. Jesus has been after your life for a long time. Jesus has been waiting on you for thousands and maybe millions of years. Jesus has been waiting to have a personal relationship with you for thousands and thousands of years. He's been waiting on you before you were born. Jesus was waiting to have a relationship with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Remember Jeremiah asking the Lord, hallelujah, Jeremiah, before you were on your mother's womb, hallelujah, I gave you as a prophet to the nation. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Jeremiah's like, what? 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 What, what did that mean? Hallelujah. Because he was young. He did not understand. Hallelujah. But the Lord gave him wisdom for sure because he understood later on. Praise God. But you... Hallelujah has been planned by God for this such a time. Amen. You have been chosen by him. You have been selected, hand selected by God. Chosen, appointed by him for this time. Amen. You were born for this time. You must shine for him. His glory must be seen on you. Hallelujah. We're not there yet. The Lord showed me the anointing that is in his bride now on my brothers and sisters. But we still need the glory of Jesus. And when the glory comes, change comes. And I believe, hallelujah, it's coming. I believe the glory is coming. Hallelujah. And I believe, hallelujah, that my brothers and sisters are praying for the glory. Let's pray for the glory of Jesus. Just like a primitive church, the first brothers and sisters in the book of Acts, they had the glory everywhere they went. They didn't have to open their mouth. People were being saved. Imagine when Peter walked by, they just were waiting just for the shadow of Peter. So people will be healed. They brought the sick. They brought the dead, laid on the ground where Peter would go by to go to the temple to pray, the Bible said, and they were healed just by the shadow of Peter. What a glory of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're missing that glory. My brothers and sisters, it's not there yet. We're not there yet. We need that glory. We're missing that glory. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But we're heading there. We're heading somewhere. We're heading there with Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with God. We're heading Hallelujah to the word of God in our life. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We're seeking his will. 
not our will, but his will be done. Hallelujah. How when God, we get tired of doing our will and making mistakes and going nowhere? Now we're heading somewhere. That's what Jesus is showing. Look what I'm doing with you, my sons and daughters. Hallelujah. I'm preparing you for something great. And this is what amazes me at what the Lord is doing. Because it's Jesus doing. I love it. I love it because it's Jesus doing. It's his hand. It's the hand of the Holy Spirit. It's the hand of God working in our life. This is so good. This is so wonderful. Hallelujah. Am I awake? Hallelujah. Someone pinched me. I think I'm sick, but I'm awake. Hallelujah. The Lord is doing something wonderful. Hallelujah. And I'm glad that I'm part of it. I am glad, hallelujah, praise Jesus, that we can go home together. We, can, hallelujah, can go home together as the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. Okay, see, you are looking for the glory. We need the glory, brother. We need the glory, hallelujah. We've been missing this for too long. Hallelujah. Peter, John, all of they had that. 3,000 got saved and, and it went on in thousands and thousands. If you read the book of God, go back and read it and read it again and read it again and read it again until you get it. You will get it. Ask the Lord to give you wisdom. Ask the Lord to give you revelation on the book of Acts. Read it. They had it. The glory of Jesus was on them. People were being saved. Hallelujah. Miracle was happening every day. Jesus was doing. The Holy Spirit was doing God was doing it for his glory. When he does it, it's for his glory. When he does it, it's done right. When we do it, we ruin it. When we do it, it is done wrong. But when the Lord does it, it's done right. That's what we've been missing in the church. Men for too many years have been saying, I'm going to go ahead and do miracles. No. The Lord does miracles. Hallelujah. I'm going to go ahead and raise the dead. No. Jesus raised the dead. Give him the glory. Don't take it for yourself. Our pride, this is what the Lord revealed to me, our pride has been keeping us this way. We have so much pride in our lives that God cannot use us the way he wants to. He wants to use us mightily, but we have so much pride that if he uses us, we take the glory. We don't give it to him. We got to stop us, our nonsense. Hallelujah. Let's give God the glory. Let's stop taking the glory that belongs to God. Hallelujah. How many times I woke and I say, I did this. I did that. No. Jesus did it. Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus the glory. Hallelujah. He died on the cross to bring his glory. Martha, don't I tell you, Martha, that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Hallelujah. All we have to do is believe Jesus. Hallelujah. And see the glory of God. Hallelujah. And those that believe him, the serpent, will see greater things, Jesus said. Where are those greater things? Why are we not seeing them? Our pride. Our pride is the answer. We have so much pride in our life. 
then we need to be on our knees, repenting pride, just repenting pride all day, because we are full of it. We are full of pride. Hallelujah. And God can use us so little, so little, because we take what is His. Praise God. We have a problem, and we have to identify the problem. Pride is a problem. Praise Jesus. Jesus walked in total humility to the Father. The Father was used, was able to use Jesus to the fullest. Walk on the on water. Resurrected the dead. He did everything. Every sick person that went to Jesus got healed. He never turned anyone sick around. Hallelujah. There was not a miracle Jesus could not do. Hallelujah. Because he was obedient to the Father. I came to do. He says, my Father's well. He gave the Father all the glory. He never took it for himself. He gave it to the Father. Hallelujah. I came so my Father will be glorified, he said. Praise Jesus. And he is God. But he came to show us how to serve God. How to humble ourselves. And uh, not a will be done, but his will will be done. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise Jesus. But the Lord wants to get us there. He wants to teach us like little children that we are his. He wants to teach us. Hallelujah. He wants to prepare us. He wants to grow us. He wants to cleanse us. He wants to purify us. And he's doing that in our life. Hallelujah. He is doing us because it's all for his glory. You want to say anything, Amy? Without Jesus, Jesus. we are nothing. Without Jesus, I am nothing. I have seen in the past week the Holy Spirit and God just reach down and begin to stir the waters in people's lives and begin to pour out his glory on people's lives and if you want a part of that glory and and it begin to manifest itself seek him with all your heart and and repent of pride and just seek him in utter humility amen amen praise jesus hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah it is so wonderful hallelujah you know to wake up in the morning and know that the lord is there hallelujah I was just shocked the other morning, hallelujah, because I woke up and the person of the Holy Spirit was there. And the first thing that comes to your mind is, I'm not worthy. I am just not worthy. I'm just not. I am not. I am not. And he was there. He will not leave. He was there. He wanted to pray with me. He wanted to help me pray, as the word. Hallelujah. And it was so awesome. I love to, to pray in the Spirit. He is so good. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. He helps us, Paul said, in our witness. Because we all know how to pray, but he helps us to pray before God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. He is so good. Take care, sister. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me go on. Hallelujah. Now, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. There's so much about the tree. Hallelujah. In the Bible, hallelujah. In Genesis, hallelujah. Praise God. Let me go on. There's so much, so much, so much, hallelujah. Praise God. Leviticus 26, 20. 
uh, you will work with all your strength, but will not do any good. That is because your soil will not produce any crop. The tree of the land will not bear any fruit. That is in disobedience. My brother, my sister, disobedience is so serious. We are one of the key of blessing is obedience. You want to be blessed by the Lord, walk in obedience. When we are walking in disobedience, there is so much that come our way. Hallelujah. That is, that, that we, we, I, I got tired of it, you know. We cannot afford to be in disobedience. I got tired of being in disobedience because we can be there for many years, hallelujah, and it's not good for us, hallelujah. It is not good at all. We, we hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, have to walk in obedience. We have no choice if we want to be blessed by God. Psalm 29, 5 says, The voice of the Lord break the cedar tree, the Lord break the cedar and deliver them in pieces. Psalm 29, 9 says, The voice of the Lord twisted the old tree and twisted the forest bare in his temple. Everyone cried out. Praise Jesus. The Lord can curse and the Lord can bless, the Bible said. Hallelujah. Now, Psalm 52a says, But I'm like a healthy olive tree. My roots are deep in the house of God. I trust in your faithful law forever and ever, says David. Praise Jesus. He says he is like an olive tree. Hallelujah. And we are like an olive tree. Hallelujah. If we're serving the Lord, seeking him with all our heart, yes, we are. Hallelujah. Psalm 82, 12, those who do what is right will grow like palm, like a palm tree. They will grow strong like a cedar tree in the Lebanon. Hallelujah. On Psalm 92, 14, when they get old, they will still bear fruit like young tree. They will stay fresh and strong. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalm 96, 12, let the field and everything, hallelujah, and then be glad. And all the tree and the forest will sing with joy. Tree represent people. They will sing with joy. But God can make the tree praise them too, for sure. Hallelujah. Psalm 104, 16, the cedar tree and the living belong to the Lord. You planted them and you gave them plenty of water. God has planted us and he has given us plenty of water. That is the Holy Spirit and Jesus. Again, the Holy Spirit represented by water there. Praise Jesus. Psalm 125.5, the Lord watches over you. The Lord is like a shaded tree in your right hand. Listen to this now. The Lord here is represented by, by a tree. Hallelujah. Not only uh, the tree that I was seeing being supported by the Lord, the Lord was that tree where you and I are, are hallelujah, uh, put together with. We're joined to the tree as a fruit, and the Lord is the tree. I can see everyone as a fruit joined to the Lord who is a tree. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. At your right hand, says David. So you have Jesus with you, my brothers and sisters. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world, my brothers and sisters. Do not fear. Fear not. Psalm 128.3, as a vine bears a lot of fruit, so your wife will have many children by you. They will sit around your table like a young olive tree. Praise God. Hallelujah. Psalm 148.9, praise him, all your mountains and hills. Praise him of you. Fruit tree and cedar tree. Praise God. Proverbs 3.18. She is a tree of life to those who hurt her close. Those who hold on to her will be blessed. Whom is uh, Solomon speaking about? Wisdom. 
Wisdom, she is like a tree of life. Hold on close to the tree of life of wisdom. Praise Jesus. There's so much we can learn from wisdom. Proverbs 11.30 says, Hallelujah, the fruit, the godly people bear, is like a tree of life. And those who lead others to what is right are wise. Praise Jesus. Proverbs 13.12 says, Hope that is pulled off makes one sick of heart, but a longing that is that is meant is like a tree of life. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Proverbs 15.4 says, A tongue that brings healing is like a tree of life, but a tongue that tells lies produces a broken spirit. We can be a tree of life, but we can also be a dry tree. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Proverbs 27.18, A person who takes good care of a fig tree will eat its fruit. A person who looks after his master will be honored. Uh, anyone have fig tree in the house or on the property, please let me know. Because I say here, a person who takes care of a fig tree will eat a fruit. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So if anyone has a fig tree, please let me know. Praise God. He is so good. God is so good. He is so wonderful. Ecclesiastes 12, 5 says, Remember your Creator before you become afraid of places that are too high. You will also be terrified because of danger in the tree. Remember your Creator before. A almond tree had buds on them. Uh, that's when a grass sapper would drag themselves along. All men will not want to make, uh, hallelujah, pray Jesus, hallelujah. Men will go to the dark home and grave, and those who serve over the dead will walk around the tree. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God, he is so good. Son of sons, two, three sets, hallelujah. My love among the young men, you are like an apple tree among the tree of the forest. I am happy to sit on your shade. Your fruit tastes so sweet to me. Look what Jesus says to the bride. Your, your, your fruit tastes so sweet to me. You and I are a fruit. And Jesus, hallelujah, can taste you and I. And he can say, you are so sweet to me. This is so beautiful. This comes from the word of God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Son of Son 13, the, the, the fig trees are producing their early fruit. The flower and the vine are giving off the sweet smell. Rise up and come, my love. Come with me, my beautiful one, the king says. Look what Jesus says to you and I. Come, my love. Come with me. Let me tell you right here, this is the rapture. This is the rapture. That's what Jesus is going to say to you and I in the rapture. Come, my love. Come with me. I think my sister Waliski, she's been sending me uh, um, verses from the Bible that she's finding in Psalms, she found in the book of Revelation, that it's the rapture, verses of the rapture. Here's a verse of the rapture. Come with me, my beautiful one. Hallelujah. That's what's going to happen in the rapture. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalm 411, your lips are so sweet as honeycomb, my bride. Another rapture verse. Hallelujah. Milk and honey under your tongue. Your clothes smell like a cedar tree in the living. My bride, you smell good, Jesus said. Hallelujah. When we're walking in holiness, of course we're going to smell good to the Lord. That's why he says, be holy because I'm holy. Because he wants us to smell good, my brothers and sisters. So him, hallelujah. Son, uh, son hallelujah, 414. With saffron came in uh, cane cinnamon. You are like every kind of incense tree. You you uh you have myrrh, aloe, and all the finest spice. 
This is so beautiful. This is Jesus talking to the bride. Psalm 515. His legs are like a pillar of marble. This is the bride speaking. There are seven base of pure gold. Just like Daniel saw Jesus, pure gold in his leg. He looks like the finest cedar tree in the mountain of the Lebanon. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus is so beautiful. Hallelujah. My beloved is mine and I'm his. Hallelujah. I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. Praise Jesus. Can someone say that tonight? Hallelujah. Son of Son, a five. Hallelujah. This is the woman. Hallelujah. Coming from the desert. Another rapture verse. This is the woman coming from the desert. The bride coming up. She leaning on the one who loved her. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is such a key rapture verse. She's leaning on the one who loved her. She's coming from the desert. She's coming from the earth. The earth is like a desert right now. The bride is coming from the earth. Leaning on the one who loved her. What a beautiful uh, rapture verse right there. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The woman says to the king under the apple tree, I walk, I walk up, I walk you up. That that was your mother became hallelujah praying with you. She went into labor and you were born of that. Uh, Paul says that, that this is a time like like a woman in, in labor. Praise talking about the rapture. This is that is such a key rapture verse right there. I better keep that one when I do my rapture my my, my rapture study. Hallelujah. Isaiah two thirteen. The Lord has set the day apart for all the cedar tree and the Lebanon. They are very tall. He has set it apart for the oak tree and Bashem. Hallelujah! Praise Jesus. Isaiah ten forty four. The mighty one will crop down the forest with his ass. He will cut down the cedar tree and the Lebanon. We better stand on God's uh, plan for our life. Hallelujah! Because God is coming with vengeance to cut out the tree. That they are no fruit. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So we got to bear fruit. We got to bear We are fruit. Hallelujah. We, we're going to be tried by fire. I saw the Holy Spirit trying to, the bride of Christ, the fruit with fire. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good. Isaiah 14 8. Even the pine tree are glad. The cedar tree and the Lebanon are happy too. They say, Babylon, you have fallen. No one come and cut us down. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Isaiah, hallelujah, 17.6. The same way, only a few people will be left alive. It will be as when the worker, not alive. The three, only the two, the two three olive are left in the higher branches. Hallelujah. It's talking about the end time, the tribulation, the two olive. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The limb that produced fruit announced the Lord, the God. Of Israel, four or five most are left on the lips. Hallelujah. Isaiah 21 10. The city that has high wall around them will become empty. They will be deserted settlement. They will be like the desert, cop or eat and lie down on them. They will uh, strip the branches of the tree they bear. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He is so good. He is so wonderful. So wonderful. Isaiah 44 23. Sing with joy. You heavens, the Lord does wonderful things, shall allow you earth, burst into sun, you mountains, sin, you forest, and all you tree. The Lord set the family of Jacob free. He showed us his glory in Israel. 
Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Let me tell you, God, the Lord is going to show his glory in Israel. For sure, hallelujah. When he comes with all his people and all his glory, change comes. When the glory comes, change comes, hallelujah. And he will come in all his glory, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now, Isaiah 56 say, hallelujah, the Lord will say those who come to him. The Lord says, do what is fair and right. I will soon come, I will soon come and save you. Soon everyone will know that I do what is right. Blessed is the man who does what I want him to. Hallelujah. Listen to this, you woman and man. Blessed are you when you do the word of God, says Isaiah 56, 2. He is faithful in keeping the Sabbath day and does not misuse it. Hallelujah. He does not what is evil and on that day. Verse 3. Suppose an outsider wants to follow the Lord. Hallelujah. And An outsider, again, it could be a Gentile. You and I, again, suppose a Gentile, you and I, wants to follow the Lord. Then he should say, the Lord, won't, then he will say, the Lord will not accept me, I want his people. And no one should say, I am like a dry tree that doesn't bear any fruit. Of course, when we come to the Lord, we come dead. Hallelujah. Verse 4, the Lord says, suppose someone will keep my Sabbath day, but choose to do, choose to do what pleases me. And they are faith, uh, faith, faithful in keeping my covenant. Then I will set up a, a monument on the area of my temple. Their name will be written on it. They will be better than what they have been sons and daughters. The name of the eunuch will be remembered forever and will never be forgotten. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a promise from God that he will save his people and he will bring them into his dwelling. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I want to go into the, into the New Testament now, because I have a lot from the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, uh, praise Jesus. There is so much beautiful things. Jeremiah, Micah says, hallelujah, about the tree. I want to read at least this one from Micah. If every man will, will, will have its own vine and fig tree, the one who will make them afraid, that's what the Lord rules over all his promise. No more fear. That's a new millennium, my brothers. And Zechariah 3.10 says, At that time, each of you will invite your neighbor to visit you. You're all invited to visit me anyway. They will say under the vine and the fig tree, Announce the Lord. Hallelujah. What a beautiful thing. Hallelujah. That will be all in the millennium. Zechariah 4. Then I, I said to the angel, I see two olive trees, one on the right, one on the right on the lampstand, and the other one on the left. What are those trees, he said. That's the question. I continue. I also see two olive branches. They are next to the two gold pipe, uh, pour out uh, golden olive oil. They are those, uh, what are those branches, he said. He answered, don't you know what they are? No, sir, I said. He told me, they are Sabaloi and Joshua, the Lord of her earth, anointed them to serve him. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, New Testament, hallelujah. I, I believe New Testament is a revelation, so it makes it much clear, much clear, hallelujah. Now, look what the New Testament said. Pay attention to this. This is very important. I don't know if I put you asleep with the Old Testament. I hope not, hallelujah, because it's the word of God. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Now, look what the New Testament says, hallelujah. Praise 
Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Welcome back to the Lord's house, hallelujah. I believe I, I had an Amy drop off the line, hallelujah. Pray oh, Jesus, maybe she can call back, hallelujah. Are you still there, hallelujah? Yeah. I had someone someone else there, I don't know if it was Tanja or someone else, who also uh, was dropped off the line. Thank you, Amy, for being back with us, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. Now we're going into the New Testament, hallelujah. And we're talking about the tree, specific the tree, hallelujah, and also the fruit, praise Jesus, because we were show the Lord showed me as a, as a fruit in the tree. Now, Matthew 3, 3, 10 says, hallelujah, as the ass is already lying at the root of the tree, all the tree that don't produce good fruit will be cut down, said Jesus. They will be thrown into the fire. So this is why the Lord is so pleased, hallelujah, uh, uh, with the group of people here. Because we're looking to produce fruit in Christ. And the fruit are the fruit of love, the fruit of, of, of brotherhood, of being there for one another, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And this is why I, I tell the brothers in the chat room, let's not get into argument. Because it's not a fruit of the spirit. Of the spirit. It's actually a fruit of the flesh and of the devil. Praise Jesus. The fruit, the fruit of the spirit is love, unity, hallelujah, uh, patience. There's so many things, so many in Galatians um, 5, 19 and on, tells you about the fruit of the spirit. Praise Jesus. Maybe uh, Amy can look it up for us and read it for us as I go on. Praise the Lord Jesus. The fruit of the Spirit. It is so important that we have the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And as a Christian, hallelujah, because that's what God is looking for in us as a Christian, as a believer. And, and that's what Jesus said in, in um, John uh, Matthew 3, hallelujah, that the ass, hallelujah, it's, laying, it's already laying at the root of the tree. And those trees that don't produce good fruit will be cut down. And this is why the, God is so mad at the world, because they have not chosen his son, but they have chosen to go on with the life without Jesus. Hallelujah. And they're not producing no fruit of love or anything. It's all argument. It's all fight. It's all killing. And this, all the fruit they're producing is the fruit of evil, the fruit of the flesh, not the fruit of the spirit. But we've been called to produce the fruit of the to produce the fruit of the spirit. Matthew uh, seven seventeen says, in the same way, every good tree that bears good fruit, hallelujah, by half, by a bad tree bear, bear bad fruit. So we, as a tree in God, we gotta bear good fruit. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. The fruit of love, again, there's so many fruit out there. That I want Amy, when, when you're ready, Amy, let me know. I'm Hallelujah. Ready. So you can read Galatians 5 and on. Go ahead, Amy. Okay. Do you want me to start at just the, the fruits of the Spirit, or do you want me to read the whole Galatians 5? Both. Read both, sister. Okay. The fruits the fruits of the Spirit, and I'll begin, um, I'll, I'll begin in Galatians 5, um, 18. And it says, But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, and lavishness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, emulations, wrath, strife, and seductions, and heresies, envyings, murders, 
drunkenness, revelries, and such like, of which I tell you before and also have told you in the past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit is joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be devious or vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. There you go. Hallelujah. God is the fruit of the Spirit. That God wants to see in each believer. We got to have those fruit in our life. Hallelujah. Not, not, not the first fruit that Amy read, the fruit of the flesh. It's all argument, division. Hallelujah. And, and this is why if we want to grow in God, we got to seek the things of God. And so when someone comes here in the chat room, and the program and wants to argue, we don't join them. We just don't join them, hallelujah. We tell them clearly, this program here is not to argue about the word of God or anything. Praise God, hallelujah. There might be thousands and maybe millions of programs that they can go and argue. Not here. We're not here for that. We're here to come and learn from the Lord and grow together as a family. We're asking the Lord to cleanse us, to purify us, so we can grow in the Lord Together in love. Praise Jesus. There's so much evil out there. Why would we want to be part of that? No. We want to be part of what God is doing now in our life. Hallelujah. And we want to seek that. We want to want that more than anything else. We want Jesus more than anything else here. And I believe everyone here who is in this program came here because they love Jesus they want to be with him. They recognize who Jesus is, and they want to serve God, and they want to be with God. Hallelujah. And, 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 and I love because uh, I, I told people months ago when I wanted to close this program after we opened it, and I went to the Lord in prayer because I, I had a brother advising me. I said, Brother Elvie, you know, uh, people 